commercially acceptable audiobooks. Right now, you can get over 100,000 million books through the Carrick's Audio Bookstore. New York Times classics like I'm Married a Werewolf, Teen Bruisers, What is This Dark Spot, Why Can't I Pull Off My Own Face, and the classic award-winning self-help book, How to Staple Your Mouth Shut by Here is just a small sample of the audio quality that you can expect. He flicked the hair out of his face, the sweat beating off of it, his weight pressed down on her, his lithe form finding comfort in her curves. There was a sensuous quality to her body he couldn't get enough of. He slipped her bra off smoothly and tossed it under the hard concrete floor. Bill patted the old Corvette with one hand. That's it, baby. Let me know all your secrets. An entire world is waiting for you. Just download them on the go to your Android or that one company that fucking hates headphones so they remove the port completely. Listen on the go. Pretend you're busy so you don't have to engage with others in society. And that's right. You can do it all from the comfort of your little safety cocoon of sound, you goddamn introverts. It's best if you also don't make eye contact and beat your head like you're cooler than everyone else is. Just $19.99 a month plus taxes and fees and VAT times too. Or our subscription service that's only $19.99 a month plus VATs and fees and service times too. And allowing our tracking cookies, you can have instant access to all that you desire when it comes to the audio realm. So join Carrick's Audio and Audible Audibly Acceptable Audiobooks now for when your eyes are just too fucking lazy to move side to side. And remember, you can't cancel at any time. Carrick's Audio and Audible Audibly Acceptable Audiobooks. Let's just stop moving as a species, you fatties. Today's podcast is brought to you by Carrick's Audio and Audible Audibly Acceptable Audiobooks. Right now, you can get over 100,000 million books through the Carrick's Audio Bookstore. New York Times classics like I'm Married a Werewolf, Teen Bruisers, What is This Dark Spot, Why Can't I Pull Off My Own Face, and the classic award-winning self-help book, How to Staple Your Mouth Shut by Here is just a small sample of the audio quality that you can expect. He flicked the hair out of his face, the sweat beating off of it. His weight aided by your focus in games, being fractured by poor technology in a style that goes back to the 80s even if you were born in the 90s? Then look no further than ACG Slather Junk. That's right, a new line ACG products that are guaranteed to improve your hip thrust, hip fire, and sniper headshotting kills. Where all other imitators just buy something from a company and have a sticker just thrown on it so they can sell you merchandise, which really only results in you walking around with their head near your tits? Not ACG, baby, no way. These are handcrafted by the skilled five-fingered mittens of yours truly, put together with an aim to increase your juice. Look at these headphones, spray-painted with ACG right on their side, and you can't tell me that won't raise your game, elevate your heart rate, and make you the best high-test, low-rest motherfucker on the planet. We've got everything. Jugs, mugs, skirts, shirts, burkas, guns, cars, headphones, webcams, earbuds, ear cams, face tattoos, and genital piercings. It's all there. Like I said, this isn't just the normal item pulled from the shelves like all other creators out there and then slathered with their name. These are made from genuine angel dust and not the snortable kind, but the kind you get when you grab an angel and wring its body free of its magical powers that slowly dies to light the frozen fires of excellence in all our products. ACG Slathered Junk. I take care of you when no one else will. All the shit total BS, and like all of the creators, it's not better than normal marketed brands, but buy my shit, please. In a world where first-person shooters are relegated to been there, done that status, a new contender has arrived. Today we announce Call of Carrick 2, the Karakening, limited unlimited collector's ultimate exclusive we ran out of fancy shit names edition. Where other video game editions just give you a couple items, we here at Crack Design Incorporated Productions want to reward you, the gamer. Now we have marketing data that proves that all the other shit you get matters more to you guys than the game. So when you buy for a limited but ultimately unlimited time and purchase the unlimited collector's limited edition, you get... DLC that'd be sold later in a complete package, 
A gun painted like a giraffe. A gun painted like you would probably paint it. A deck of completely unrelated Norway playing cards. A specially designed Zika-sized mask guaranteed to fit no one. And lastly, get access to the PC version early so you can beta test that bitch for us. But most importantly, for a completely unlimited time to make you feel like you need to rush out and get it, we have an oversized, completely ridiculous statue lit up with Christmas tree lights that we won't tell you how much it costs us to make, but you can bet some kid in China's pounding these out 20 a day while high-fiving a statue of Xing Jinping on his way out every morning. And to close this off, here's a list of bullet points that we needlessly make look like they are all in the special editions, but are actually just in the game. The game. A manual, like that's somehow special. An explanation of the modes right here, because it's got numbers in it, it'll make you think there's more going on. And lastly, multiple times where we can use the word epic and massive to make sure that you feel like you're going into a Michael Bay movie. So by now enjoying the epic, interconnected, massive, scorching, huge, big word, big word, interactive, open, but really hub world gameplay experience. This is somehow already being claimed as a classic and instant hit and amazing by websites that haven't even fucking played it yet. So join us September never. Disclaimer, also not on early access services because we're shit with promises. And today, a special thanks to our new sponsor. Have you ever wanted to be a part of nerd culture but didn't have the money to jump into the newest graphics cards, expensive figurines, or YouTubers trying to sell you on 3D printing at home where they get a cut? Well, look no further. A company's found the perfect middle ground for people with just enough money to spend but not enough to do anything useful with. Carrick Crate, where you get a new crate of random Carrick items every single month. Each month, a different box arrives at your door. Spatulas, used socks, my slightly bent and beat up cheese grater, or a cat. That's right, for only $14.99 per month, twice a month a month, you get a small crate sent to your house, just absolutely stock full of useless bullshit. Each pack is created to make sure that you get at least four rare items as well as four items that you won't have any fucking clue what to do with. Now, just some of the amazing things that you can get in your new carrot crate, a pair of bloody scissors, used facial scrubber, one half of a well-worn jock strap, and the last ball of lint that my cat coughed up. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't find a better deal for something to make you feel like you're wasting your cash on crap anywhere else. And these items are nice enough to display proudly around your home. What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG. Hope everybody can hear me. Looks like the audio is working right. And I'm here with Reg, Johnny, Silver, Abzi, who are the... So we've got the entire normal group together. Why did you say my name like that? What? Just Abzi. Well, it is a surprise that you're here. Abzi, because wow. he could be playing Elden Ring. And True. we also have Ginger Prime, otherwise known as Brian. He's been on here one other time prior to this, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That's my second second round. Second round. And we've got an, an Iron Lord staple, somebody I've got to meet through the Iron Lords podcast, King David. Thank you very much for showing up, man. What's uh, going on, guys? Dude, uh, I just got to say, like, like old Brian was saying prior, Iron Lords podcast, if you guys haven't checked it out, you, you got to. It is, um, it's like us, but with more soul. A little bit that's what i that's that's what i was telling that's what i was telling cognito your guys' podcast is just hilarious man you guys and and i got to have uh sav on cog addict i think i've had all you guys on now here we go i've collected the i've collected you guys like collectible You're cards I, yeah and <laughs> nfts i need to make an nft and sell you guys that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that later oh, i'm gonna get an nft iron lords as long as I get a piece. Long yeah. as I get oh, a piece, no, you I'm... will. Yeah, oh, okay. we'll roll it. You know, yeah. how NFTs work. Even the seller, you can sell it multiple times. The creator always gets a little a little snippet. But thanks I feel like we're going to be in court later with a uh, NFT scam. Like, and this is where the uh, the plot <laughs> began. Yeah, this is where it all began. Um, I, I do want to say thanks to the four regulars who always show up. It's uh, very much appreciated. Silver got to show up this time. I think your leg was bothering you last time, right, Silver? Uh, leg and just physical exhaustion generally just physical yeah. exhaustion. Long, long long work day 
Yeah. S- Silver, if if not a lot of people know, Silver is training for Gladius War Games here coming soon. <laughs> so a yeah. lot of his, you know, always, always doing something physical. Weren't you also the guy who fell out of a kayak? <laughs> uh, not, I, I had a kayak accident. Yeah, a yeah. kayak accident. And I remember his oh, right, my shoulder. Yeah, always, yeah. Try, always trying That's to right. do something That's crazy. Right. But before we begin our stuff, I'm going to let these guys sort of talk about their shows for a couple minutes um, or a couple seconds, whatever they want. Brian, we'll go with you first. What do you cover? Huh? What do you do? Where are you on Twitter and the internet? Well, I, it's always interesting, especially as the Ginger Prime and Brian goes, like pretty much when you search Del Monte B, uh, that is essentially where you find me on, on Twitter. And I think that's even the channel, the original channel name for uh, Ginger Prime. But primarily you could find me covering MMORPGs, uh, especially like Final Fantasy 11 and 14. I've been really oh, big yeah. into New World, which really stresses people out. But I, I'm absolutely head over heels in love with that game. So maybe don't follow <laughs> me if you if you don't like that aspect. And uh, Destiny is, a, is another big staple. I end up, I tend to kind of like jump into games and just live in there for like, a decade you know so i end up spending a lot of time in these games but one of the things i think that separates like i guess my content structure is i got five kids i've been doing stand-up comedy as well and i bring a weird interesting perspective to i guess how i view it because i'll never be first like i can't compete against these streamers who who play 16 hours a day but i'll get there i'll get it done i just you know i'm just kind of like most streamers because you've had sex at least five times so I have go. five. There's there's five sex trophies that I currently wrap. <laughs> sex trophy. Oh man, that's I got my platinum, baby. I got evidence. Only hey, man, somebody you, said, you, better, somebody's... you you better have cleared pandemonium first in the world, all right? Or else you're not a real man. Yeah. Well, and that's oh, the, that's like, you, that's what people will discount. They're like, oh, you're not doing this like right now. It's like I'll I'll do it later. Like I just yeah. you know I just have to I accept my limitations and I enjoy my family. So that's what I do. That's where you guys can find me. And uh, yeah, thanks thanks for having me here. Yeah, for sure. What about you, King? What do you got going on? Okay, well, you know, Iron Lord's podcast, Sundays at 1 p.m. And it's so funny, like, if I go on a show and they're like, oh, my God, I watch Iron Lord's podcast. I'm like, why isn't my subscriber count larger? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's why going on? Why are you guys not showing me love. up? You say you are. <laughs> I know, right? Fair the correlation is just not, not, it's not happening. Um, Yeah, no. Nah, but, uh, you know, lifelong friends, having a podcast. We joke around. We have fun. Um, you know, I'm the tongue in cheek guy. I'm always, you know, joking on either PlayStation or Nintendo and, uh, you know, trying to prop up Microsoft because, you know, sometimes they need a little help. They need a little help. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. You know, lordsofgaming.net. I'm actually the marketing manager of Iron Lords Podcast. So anytime you see anything or you look at something that's like really cool, it's me. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> all the other stuff's everybody else the cool stuff yeah nah, nah. yeah that's them but you know this is me um no nah, no nah. it's collaboration we do so much fun you know do so much things and have so much fun i go to shows like we have packs we're going on to you know packs east and that's coming up next month and um we're already locked in we already have the airbnb you know we already have the media stuff and i'm already setting out the floor plans on how we're going to attack the floor i leave all the big fish for cog and you know uh sovereign and i take care of everything on the floor so if you have something interesting that you know you want us to see just uh have some energy because the worst thing to do is to go to a developer and if they have like their media person there you can tell the difference between a media person and actually somebody that worked on the game you know the media rep guys like you know oh, this game is uh this game and uh 
I don't need that energy. I want the energy that I'm giving you because I want that back because I want to be enthusiastic and I want the people to see that enthusiasm. So, uh, yeah, please just have all that fire and passion because we're going to bring it. And like I said, LordsOfGaming.net, they will report on each and every last game because every day I'm uploading right as soon as we leave the floor, every game we saw. So if it's 20 games we saw, we interviewed, 20 games is going up, 20 games is going to be reported on. So that's where you can find. Oh, Twitter. King David OTW. I'm a little bit of a mess. Um, it, yeah. It's it's interesting, too, because like I was always watching the podcast and then started um, right before you guys gave some awards to your writers. Because oh, uh, okay. I, th- I think I was on the podcast right after you guys did because they were on. Um, right. And I, I got to say, man, like the website's actually pretty cool, too, because it's like it's it's different people sometimes that we see on the podcast. It's all and all of this. It, it's something that I've tried. I've got a website, but I forget to you know do anything for it you guys actually have people who are doing that very good writing on it and stuff like that you're definitely you guys are definitely one of the teams that you know a lot of people say they're gonna like it's what i'm always telling people if you're asking me what you should do you already step behind you should be doing something and saying does it look good like because getting started is hard you guys didn't only get started you just kept rolling which is awesome it's like um, in, in your community, I was watching uh, Addict got screwed over on a couple times, had to do horrible streams of games. I'm sure he didn't want to play, but that uh, fan interaction. So, you know, people here know about you guys because I do talk about all of you guys so much, but there's there's very few um, like podcasts where I want to bring people, every single person on and everybody talk. And you guys are definitely one of the ones it's, it's, it's highly impressive what you guys have done and just super awesome people. Cause you were talking about excitement and that's what I am is excited. So then I went to my YouTube comments and nothing in the world can depress you more. Oh then yeah. I go into that Valhalla or the Ragnarok review and I'm sitting here going, I didn't love, I did not love Valhalla. It was pretty bloated. And, and some of it was good and some of it wasn't. And then I get Ragnarok and I'm like, holy crap, this is fun. It's, it's different. It's gods. It's different powers. It's blah, blah, blah. And I posted online and within less than a second, as Johnny stated, what happens is somebody pretends to watch your video, but they didn't. They're like, right. well, it's not Elden Ring. And I'm like, yeah, right. Look at the title. It's, it's fucking not Elden Ring. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you even here? And it just turned into this back and forth, man. And it's like, you guys can't get excited. You, If you're happy about having Elden Ring, why can't you be happy somebody else has Ragnarok? Like, it doesn't make any... But for whatever reason, we see it in the console wars. It's, it's I've seen it. I've you, seen it. People said that I'm not a gamer because I'm too scared to play Elden Ring. I'm like... I've never played a Souls game. So that's why I was asking you guys the pre-show. I even put out a little poll. I'm like, should I play Elden Ring? I'm not afraid yes. of it. Am I not a gamer because I don't I had to do stream it. sports games? Oh, did you have to stream it? I had to stream it. Okay, so I put up some impossible challenge. I thought nobody <laughs> was going to do it. I said, if, if y'all buy uh, 10 items from the merch store, you know, for our road to packs, uh, I'll, I'll stream it. I thought they forgot. So we're like halfway through our five-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a like, short show one of yeah, the right. shorter ones. A, little, a little short one and i'm, I'm like, yeah i'm gonna get away with this they're good this is like the only four things been purchased fantastic right no um right at the last second right before we're about to sign off some guy comes in and purchases four items from the store and he put his name there because usually acg would do some some crappy stuff like that um yeah but, <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> that dick <laughs> Would and, be a shame as someone. 
I had to, and it's my first time and I was really low level and I'm on Twitch and I, you know, streamed it out and I had a really good time. And so many people are so helpful. Like a king do this because I'm yelling out while I'm playing. How the hell do I call up this? How the hell do I call up this? And I look at my comments and I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, cool. And I got to hang on it. And it's so addictive. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to stream more. So, I, you know, I'm going to stream more later on this week. But once I beat this dragon, yeah, I beat a dragon at level 15. You know which one oh, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. 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 The sleeping guy. I made it there, but making it there at level 15 is like, it's a feat within itself because everything can one hit kill you. Yeah. And you're just like trugging through, trugging through, trugging through. So it's a, it's a perfect game for you. And I will love to watch you stream it. I will definitely tune in and watch you do it. It's cheer it's, you on and everything. It's cool. I'm, I hope ginger, I think you should try it. I think you would like it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to switch between your name like 10 times. King, when you're, you can call when you're me streaming. whatever, man. You can call me Brandon. That's all. Uh, man. Uh, all right. What, what, were you, what were you saying, Abzi? I'm asking, like, when you're streaming it, do you feel like the need to, uh, you know, entertain your audience by going to bosses right away? Or can you, like, take your time and explore and all that shit? Oh, no, hell no. I, I'm a punk. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't I don't care who I, I listen. I, I, I'm a profess, a virgin to the game. All right. So I will see a boss and, and I'm talking to them. And I will say, yeah, that's not going to happen. And I, I finally got the balls to fight that golden dude with the shield. Yeah. Right. On, on the horse. On the, the horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. literally, as soon as you, and you know what? First of all, uh, let's talk about how you can just skip the tutorial. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. You can literally skip the tutorial. And I went back inside the place and I'm like, what the hell is this right here? And it's literally the tutorial that I skipped in the beginning. <laughs> and I'm like, this is nuts. So that was a fun thing that they got a chance to see me actually do the tutorial over again. Um, but when you come outside, this is this, this golden guy sitting there. Now you may think in your head, that's a cool dude. Let me go over there and say something to him. Don't do that. Um, because he, he's definitely not how it OP. works. I think I I love how quick I got a butterball who is on both of our podcasts all the time said I just bought a a TCL TV and named it after King Uh set it on fire (laughs) people don't know I even said something nice about TCL and King was on me like (laughs) there's there's some dislike there Um, I I do want to get some other people's opinions of this because I I haven't asked Reg well I have we've talked about it I he's played a little bit of it but he's so stuck into Lost Ark that it's like we've lost a it's it's like losing a friend I had to beg him to come and stream have you found the Ark (laughs) Well, some some parts of it. Are you you honestly feel you're going to go to Elden Ring, Reg? Or do you think Mm. it'll be one of those games that's just like, you know, passed by? Probably not just Elden Ring, but a lot of games passed by. (laughs) Like all the other February games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lost Ark has taken... How many hours do you have in it? Do you want to say? 250. Nice. Wow. Now... People may go 250. I don't know if you're going to say that's not a lot, but it is a lot when you consider that it just came out. I mean, really, yeah. when you look at the timing. In the span the month, of about a month. In the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He did more in that than he did at work. And it's so fun to watch. It's so fun to watch. If you guys haven't checked that out, um, check out Lost Ark because it's just, it's an absolute blast. It's, that, it's And also, super my, I think my second most played game is Skyrim, and that's like half those hours now. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's nuts. The, um, what about you, uh, Johnny? Are you you're still working through Elden Ring? But you also said Horizon, right? Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, but mostly Elden Ring. I am, I think, towards the end. Uh, you know, with without spoiling anything, yeah, let's just hard. say I've had to make a a powerful sacrifice. Okay. Uh, hmm. It was a tough decision that I had to like plot wise. That was mm -hmm. interesting. And what would you say if you rated Elden Ring against all the from uh, let's say all the Dark Souls styled games. Where would you put Elden Ring so far? So far, it's it's my favorite out of all of them. Because it meshes the medieval architecture mm -hmm. and vibe with like almost, what would you say, Egyptian or like this ancient civilization thing they got going on at times. Mm -hmm. That to me is unique and that's cool. And then there's the, Abzi touched on this uh, last week, like the the epic fantasy of it right you run into fucking dragons and like you're yeah. fighting dra you, like you're you know finding these creatures and stuff so the exploration is incredible and then the souls on top is the cherry so it's like you yeah. know a good souls game on top of an awesome open world game i think it was like a giant dungeon and dragons world just that's oh, oh, yeah. i stole that from you um <laughs> Not yeah, and you, right. you kind of, yeah. um, I mean, you kind of make your own story through the gameplay. You do. No, that's well. exactly right. Well, King brought yeah. up a good point, and then I want to see what Silver, because Silver's been playing too. But uh, the the crux to me was when I did my walking the walk was I was I was like looking at what I wanted to cover, and I walked out and I saw the golden guy on the horse. But what Elden Ring does is it fools you. It's like here's this guy, and if you've played a From game, that's not somebody you want to run to. Like, yep. it, unless you want to challenge yourself. But then you look to the right and you see some guys flying. You're like, okay, so there's some bad guys there. You look to the left and there's nobody. But what those dudes did was if you go around the corner, there's a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And so they, it's, it's almost like three choices. They all suck, but there's a distance, short, medium, and long range. And you choose like how to go about taking those on. And when you guys talk about the dragon, for instance, I was telling Abzi, I was doing my walk in the walk and I saw this fire with people chanting at it. And I'm like, that looks awesome. And then the dragon. And that was one of those moments in games other than dragon's dogma, which has the exact same thing yep. happen, but with a Griffin, I think mm -hmm. um, it was that epic D and D moment where you're like, I'm making the story. Yeah. Their, their plot could be fixed. I do think that the, the, that kind of stuff could be fixed, but yeah, it's, it's so fun to see everybody's unique thoughts on it. I think Silver's got a pretty unique thought because I know he also wasn't a fan of what you considered to be repetitious uh, enemies. They felt like Dark Souls 2 and 3 to you. Is that what you said, Silver? Yeah, that and and it, the game itself repeats a lot of the same bosses. Like you'll be fighting the same bosses like over and over again. Like I've killed like putrid tree spirits the like... Tree. Eight or eight, eight or eight or nine times by okay. now. Um, so it, that starts to get tiresome. Um, but I mean, to, to just to start with the praise, what, what really has me in awe is the fact that this, like, you have this massive open world game with all these numbers in terms of like stats and different abilities, and I haven't run into a single noticeable uh, bug. Like I haven't run into any broken broken abilities that don't work the way they're supposed yeah, to with numbers right. I know what you mean. not meshing yeah. well or the yeah. like, uh, because that's that's that usually happens with these massive games right. with, that has so many variables and so many numbers uh, working together. Um, I haven't run into that at all, uh, and I'm very very impressed by that. Um, 
Um, I really, really enjoy the world. Uh, traversing it, even though it's challenging, uh, feels really, really nice. Um, a combat, really fun. Like the game gives you a lot of options. Um, it's very similar to Neo in that regard, and that it gives you so many tools to to handle each different encounter. Uh, you can switch it up if you want. Um, you get respec options to, to, to try out different builds if that's what you wanna go for. If what you're doing doesn't work for you uh, and you wanna go in a different direction, you can do that. Uh, there's a lot to love here. I think like Johnny, I think it's the best from software game so far. It's, you know, playing it really struck me with the same feeling I had uh, playing Warhammer 3 and Hitman 3. Ooh. In that it feels like a culmination of, it feels like a culmination of the work that the developer yeah. has sort of been yes. doing up until that point. point, and all the lessons that they've learned. Like that, that was the case with IO and Hitman Three. It, mm -hmm. It's what it, it's been the case somewhat with Creative Assembly and Warhammer Three, I think, and uh, and it's it's the case with with Elden Ring and uh, and From Software. Um, that being said, uh, there are still a lot of the same bugbears from from Dark Souls uh, that that rear their head here, and some of them are sort of exacerbated by the nature of an open world game. Um, like I could, this is not a game you can return to. Like you can't leave this game and then come back to it in three months. You'll be lost because there's no log in this game, <laughs> so you have no sense of did I talk to this person? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you're going to have to like keep a literal physical log uh, for, for the game. If, if you plan on like leaving it and then coming back to it later. Um, that I, I, I do feel like there could be some kind of dialogue, um, mm -hmm. the conversation log or something for, to, to, to reference, including if you like yeah. miss dialogue because you accidentally skip it or something. Um, and dialogue can be really, really important to tell you where to go uh like i that that could be really useful for the game i really enjoy the fact that i mean people know i don't like quest markers i don't like hut uh, hut modern huts gaming huts i really appreciate the fact that this game in sort of in asks you to intuit it but it does go a little too far in that yeah. regard like yeah. like i don't necessarily mind having a side quest where a character just goes oh i'm off and doesn't tell you where they go <laughs> and then you and and then you just meet them randomly in the world Right yeah. after that. I don't mind that because that feels like, oh, fancy meeting you here. Right. But what I do mind is when a character tells it like hands you something and says, oh, go deliver it to that person Give it to its owner. <laughs> and you have no idea who that person is or where yeah. they are or where you're supposed to deliver it to. Like that, that, that's not good quest design, I don't think. Yeah, uh, I found that out when I got half a coin and <laughs> I didn't know what to do with this half a right. coin. And for for I just gave up on a half a coin and I decided to go to one of those places. And when I went there, I thought because Attic explained to me that people invading inside your world is a bad thing. And I thought it was a, a regular, you know, person that was invading my world. Did not know it was an NPC. Yeah. That is a cutscene basically and is a boss. So I did not know that. And that little half a thing made this thing come out and i had to fight this thing so i died a couple of times until i actually found a way to kill it and then uh, the game proceeded to go in the direction it was supposed to go but like you said it, there's absolutely no direction in what this item that you just received goes to and who you're supposed to bring it to so yeah on that point yeah 100 correct i just how satisfying is that though like 
when you get those connections, because it's one of the things that I've often feared about being late, too late to the game, where it ends up being all digitized on the wiki in that regards, where you're like, all right, let me just, you know, that I think kind of ruins it. But just whenever you have those moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And then I figured it out. And then I had the challenge. And then boom, all of a sudden you're like, I want to read this super I mean, look, chat real when, quick. Yeah, just yeah, real quick. Um, Wizard of Smoke, $5 super chat. And also thank you everybody. We donated $3,000 to the Ukraine uh, relief fund last time. 1500 was yeah. raised by you guys. I matched it. We'll do another one in the next um, next podcast or something like that. But super chats help out the channel and I, I appreciate doing it. He says, happy Friday. Can I get a happy birthday for my kid who left her teen years celebrating her 20th year of life today? Yes, wow. indeed. Happy birthday, happy birthday, kid! Birthday. Happy birthday to her, and good job with her adult by not saying her name. Just saying, because yeah. you, you know, you never know with the internet how weird people be. Gaming weird addict, ones. five dollars super yeah. chat. Elden Ring is amazing. Year has been great so far, he says. Yes, indeed, yeah. it, it, it it has. It's been awesome. Yeah. Um, real quick, that, let's let's let Abzi um, give his because we have so many people. I just want to work Abzi yeah. in here yeah. on yeah. his thoughts on Elden Ring, and then we'll jump back in my thoughts oh you yeah oh yeah, yeah uh, no you're, you're, i mean your specific time to talk about eldering if you have nothing to add feel free to just pass and we can i mean yeah i love the game um i already started another character i haven't even beat the game with my first character but i wanted to fuck around with another character and stuff i noticed something that's really cool as soon as you exit like the first area and you go into Limgrave and you get that big like you know that word that says Limgrave. Yeah. You see, like, in front of your screen, without even moving anything, you see so much information. You see, like, the big-ass Earth Tree, which is, like, your ultimate objective. You see Stormvale Castle, which is, like, your short-term short -term, um, objective. On the very left side, you see, like, where you started the tutorial, tutorial area. In mm -hmm. front of you, you see the Site of Grace, which is, like, your immediate objective. And you see your first big obstacle, which is a Tree Sentinel. And then an NPC, like a, like a friendly dude, just, like, from walking out and just seeing everything and i noticed that the second playthrough and i was like damn like this is pretty fucking cool because only by looking like without moving the camera at all i could see so much information in front of me yeah um i think they do a good job even though there's no you know way marks and shit like that there's a lot of hints you know item descriptions and um even like little little hints in the world that lead you to caves and dungeons and stuff like that um i think what blew my mind the most is there's a certain dungeon, like a legacy dungeon, or maybe even not. It's like a massive zone, but it's all, it's, it's, it's basically a legacy dungeon. But I found like, like just, just through sheer luck from running away from someone and falling into a well, I found another dungeon under the dungeon. And I, within, within that other dungeon, I found like another dungeon, like a catacombs. <laughs> and I found like a hidden wall that went further down and like a boss and then another hidden wall that went into a zone under the, the, the ground. It's just, I was like, damn, dude, like, the, the, how are people going to find that? But it's pretty cool that, like, you, you just do some janky shit and, <laughs> and you, something you, happens. You find your, something happened yeah. and you're like, holy shit, dude. I just like, like, fuck, they tucked this away. It's, it's like they, 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 they make so much content and it's really cool, but they don't kind of force you to go and see it. They're just like it's it's there you know you just got to find it i think, um, I oh, think the what 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 you really need to reconcile yourself with uh with elden ring if you're like a newcomer and was played a lot of other old open world games like particularly skyrim and the like is that it's a game that unlike the like El skyrim is a game that allows you to do everything so you can master the fighter skill you can master the major skill yep. stuff like that elden ring on the contrary is a game that actually wants you to miss out on stuff it yeah. wants to lock you out of content. 
and make I it inaccessible to you. I think I accepted it um, when I was like, okay, I don't need to see everything because I, I do want to do different playthroughs for different builds and, you know, being surprised by other stuff and, and, and you know, uh, consecutive playthroughs would be sick, you know? It's like, holy shit, I never found that last time. And that already happened to me, so. Um, I, I yeah. Super chat, Sooty Thunder, 199, Sword of Night and Fire Breaks Elden Ring specific mm. item i i think um moving on from here because i do want to move on from elden ring i do want to talk about something that has popped up with this bullshit which is the discussion about huds so well first of ah. all there was the tweet i don't know if everybody saw the it. ux tweet yeah. the yes. ux tweet where it yes. was like deve other developers mm -hmm. were like apparently reviewers didn't care about this and this and this yeah. and that's how it scored this high Ignoring that it was developers, because I get it. I do get it, especially when the PC version of Elden Ring had so many issues, I even, like, adjusted my score. I was like, this thing, it's got right. worse on the patch. So I absolutely do understand why a developer would be like, hey, what the hell is going on here? Like, this doesn't... Talk about Nixus, right? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing about that weird HUD kind of discussion that I saw. I saw a, a, some Redditor made a, here's what Elden Ring would look like if it was Ubisoft. And so yes. I posted my picture that that's not true. It's not true at all. You can play with just the, you can play with just the compass. You could technically turn that off too, but I think that'd be quite difficult. Um, I played Ragnarok with just the compass and there, what happens is the hyperbole starts to build and pretty soon people are like, nothing is shown in Elden Ring. There's not even graphics. And then this other side is like, <laughs> it's all text. There's no graph. It's just telling you everywhere to go. And it's like, guys, it's neither one. And you can even turn more stuff off in Elden Ring. And you can adjust things, but you can certainly do that in a Ubisoft game. But, man, I want to get it out there that, guys, if something's good in one game, it doesn't mean you want that in every other game. Like, yeah, I saw people course. saying, I hope all developers switched. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about, man? That's, first of all, also, Elden Ring's inventory sucks balls. It sucks. Yes. Delicious. Dude, you know, balls. 150 hours in, I found out how to sew items. Mark, because my eyes hurt because I've been in front of the cameras. Everybody's asking I, me why I'm wearing sunglasses. Fuck off. Dude, oh, no, he, he, he just doesn't want me to feel, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he goes left out, you know. <laughs> uh, Solidarity. Go, go ahead, Abzi. No, just like 100 hours in, that's when I found out how to sort items. Because there's no indication yeah. at all. I found it on Reddit, bro. You can press, you can press L3. To yeah. sort items, it's fucking crazy. Well, dude, I, was, I didn't I buy. The, I told you, I didn't get the uh, the the summon thing. I missed the summon lady. Yeah, you did. And, and Wait I had to a buy second. it Are like ten scared? hours later. Yeah, yeah I had he, to buy, he you missed can uh, buy a bell. What's her name? Renna. Yeah, she, yeah Rani, bell. Renna. She never showed up for me, and I ended up going to the you know round, round table. table as I like to call and, it. and picking it up. Yeah, picking it up there because I thought I broke the game because I knew it was available. It's like I'm screwed, man, because those can be quite helpful. And Those they were. Are helpful. They were. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Release the hounds. <laughs> like... you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's such a shame, right? Because, you know, I look at all. This is the first game in a long time that I've watched multiple uh, reviewers review the game um, since Destiny. Actually, since Destiny. Because uh, I used to watch uh, like Houndish, uh, mm -hmm. Cacus, all these guys, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, tune yeah, in yeah. and I, how are you going to do the Nightfall this week? This game has actually brought that stuff back because you're looking at different people's builds mm -hmm. and how to to work a build. I'm I'm having FOMO right now because I have a knight and I thought I, I choose I well not a knight warrior. I choose the the hardest game for no, a hardest character for a novice yeah. to yeah. do in this game because if I chose a mage, 
I will be able to fight at a distance. I'm have I have to be up close. I have to parry. I have to time. I have to roll. I have to do the backstab. I chose the hardest character to master. And then I'm having FOMO because I'm watching these guys uh, set the world on fire. Yeah. Uh, they, their chest is glowing. They're doing, they're killing mobs of people. And I can only dream of doing that. And, you know, Absy's just said that he started his next character and didn't finish his other one. I said, I think I might be joining. Bro, I, in I, that dude, world. it's crazy. I <laughs> made I like, a, a like a mage and, and it's so different. It's, yeah. it's a completely Good. different game. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, this 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 game i think strength builds you know going strength is probably the hardest um i think dexterity is easier i don't know I, i've seen a lot of people say it's the hardest but i do want to move on know, when you attack yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. and talk about i, I, I like the, i like the ui conversation because i yeah. actually like inadvertently stepped into it just this week because yesterday i released a video called mini maps are ruining your games and, <laughs> oh yeah and i like i'm not i'm not even like consciously aware of like the debate going on but then i've seen it so i guess maybe yeah. there's a subconscious, subconscious but what yeah. actually this has been a journey for me because there was a uh, a message that there's a whole big debate within like the uh, uh the new world forms talking about how they want a mini map mini map mini map and they've created somebody's created like an add-on for it and i was like well let me let me think about that because some of the games that really stand out to me over recently ghost of shishima like how it's minimized UI and how it just like, it just, I just felt like I was in that game. And yeah. then it reminded me of Final Fantasy 11, same concept, very minimal list UI. You can pull it up if needed, et cetera. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that is actually impacting me subconsciously. So as I played through Endwalker, I turned off as many UI elements that I felt like that would not hurt mm -hmm. other players because in a multiplayer oh, game, right. That's a, good in a multiplayer game. There is like, you, I got to be consciously aware that I don't want to negatively like, Hey, I'm running a no UI HUD build. And then I'm getting everybody killed. Like then I'm the <laughs> asshole. I think but, it worked a lot in Endwalker as well. Cause there was a lot of like yeah. immersive elements in there, you know, like walking with NPCs. So immersive. It yeah. was so immersive. It was so Super chat 499. Mm -hmm. Just found out this last night on Elden Ring. Press L3 on the map to switch between the surface map to the underground. Sooty Thunder 499 out from, out of all from software games. I feel like this game more than any other puts magic in the forefront. So many weapons have intelligence scaling. Those are both true. That's true. Um, when it comes to HUDs, I do believe that we play waypoint to waypoint because I'm, yeah, I'm a yeah, huge fan of sure. like turning them off. And one thing that was hilarious was Reg and I jumped into Lost Ark. It could have been yesterday. Could have been the day before. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But he was streaming it and he had his minimap transparency on the screen moving because it's a Diablo style game. And those games, there you can it can get rough trying to figure out where you're going. But then it right. dawned on me. I'm like, holy shit, that's covering up a good amount of the graphics or at least making yeah, it look it a little janky, yeah. right? And th but that's the only way you could technically play. It's not the only way, but it's it's it, it that is a very good quality of life bit for him to have. And I was sitting there going like, man, even in those games, it's an issue. To me, that thing, I don't mind it if somebody else wants it. In fact, I hope companies continue to put waypoints in games. I just yeah. want the ability to turn them off. Turn and one off. thing I got to tell yeah. you guys, and people are going to get mad about this. When it comes to no HUD gameplay, I am actually going to tell you without a joke in my mind that I believe Ubisoft does better than Elden Ring in almost all their games. And the reason why is because vocally they usually tell you a hint about where to go. Now, I'm not saying I need a hint all the time, but what I'm saying is if you want to play a no HUD game, most Assassin's Creed titles... You yeah. can turn off most of the stuff and verbally you can pick up 
what you need to look at or where, not even just where you need to go sometimes, but the name of somebody or something. And so I believe that Elden Ring does its own thing. And I love that, but man, I don't want people wanting that in all games, man. It, right. At minimum, just have the option. Why not have just the option. options? Just the yeah, the, the game design is like it, it, it's based on that. You know, you can't just let you can't just do it to any game and have it be. You can't splendid, exactly. You know? And but you know, all these people, and I said this in the walk in the walk. Gamers usually know what they think is fun. They just do not know how to ask for it exactly. They don't know exact like, and they don't know how to program for it. We're not programmers. So you can say, this is fun. This quest is fun. And I said that in Witcher 3, this quest is fun. And then they went back and studied the interactions and they found out that actually everybody hated part one and two of the quest. They liked part three. And Mm -hmm. so they said, this quest was awesome. But once they, once they actually broke it down, they were like, no, that quest actually isn't good because one parts one and two suck. So people were having difficulty getting through one and two. And then the third part was so awesome. This was a Witcher quest, by the way, Witcher three, they actually went back and adjusted it. And that's, that's one of the things that like, I just don't, I don't think people get it. They, they see something in a game nemesis system. It drove me nuts. The nemesis system came out and everybody's like, nemesis needs to be in everything. Lego yeah, nemesis. I didn't think so. And you're like, oh, yeah. why? That makes no sense so but but it's like don't you want whipped cream on everything that's the whole concept right (laughs) right right. you know can can i put drizzle on everything no you don't need drizzle on coffee cake all the time you don't need you know drizzle on lemon pie it's just it goes on certain things right right? and 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 you can appreciate it for what it is when you have it and i and i say the same thing like i don't play destiny to feel like i'm playing a souls game you know and exactly. the fact that you can eliminate the the hud in assassin creed well i was doing that in odyssey a long time ago mm-hmm. yep. cuz sometimes it gets too convoluted so you just want to wipe it away you just want to explore and when you do that and then you can pull it up and check okay yeah i'm going in the right you know area um you don't need that everywhere you know, you have different games for different feelings at, at the time. You know, sometimes you want to come in and you just want to race real hard, right? So, yeah, I just want to do a racing game real in, in every racing game. I don't want, if I'm playing Gran Turismo, I don't need it to feel like Forza Horizon. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I don't need that feeling. So, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. People want that same feeling that they have in this game, but they is the euphoria of it. And they want that same euphoria feeling to translate over into the next game. And they think by saying they want this specific thing, this will make that next game feel the same way. Yeah. And that's not necessarily I think. I think like I, I said the same about Breath of the Wild when I played it back in the day. And I just want to see more games with that design philosophy of rewarding exploration and shit, you know, just putting you in a world and saying, you do whatever the fuck you want, make your own story. doesn't have to be in every game, but I just, I I, I like this type of stuff. So I want to see more of it, but uh, it's definitely different than saying, oh, every game should turn off waypoints because, you know, a lot of games it wouldn't work with. So not at all. I, I, I mean, for, for my part, that it's been my bugbear for as long as I've been on this podcast. Um, modern gaming UIs, where I've I've always felt they've been too cluttered. So if um, if the success of Elden Ring leads to like uh, more developers clutter. saying saying we can make a we can make it cleaner, yeah, we can make uh, yeah less clutter, then I'm all for that. That that would be freaking amazing. So that I don't feel as compelled to go in and fiddle with uh, with hot options and turn off the mini map, the compass, the quest log, the objective markers. I mean, 
Dying Light 2 consistently pissed me off because I couldn't turn off the object, like the yellow blinking, yeah. or not even blinking, but, con but the the con constant icon. yellow marker to tell me you need to go here. And I couldn't even like deselect it in the quest journal. Right. Uh, yeah. Like it was just fun, all, yeah. always there telling me, go here, go here, go here. Yeah. Um, like if, if it leads to that, I would be very, very happy. Uh, but but again, no, does, does it need to be that for every game? No, because games are different. You know what games um, need to also get rid of? And uh, I want to hear Johnny and Reg because they haven't got a, a chance yeah. to talk about this. But have you guys noticed, and I played with Reg and uh, Silver with uh, Division, but every Ubisoft game has a delay when you bring up the HUD, the, the menu. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't know what that is. I'm assuming it has to do with something, memory buffers and stuff like that. But I've noticed a lot of games, including Valhalla Ragnarok, where you click the menu. And it does that soft thing where it's like, oh. and you're like, oh my God, like I, just wanted, I just wanted to see this one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I'm, I'm absolutely for less clutter, but I truly, I don't know what it is in particular with Ubisoft games. I don't, I don't mind all the other stuff. A lot of people bitch about what I don't like is those delays. And I've seen it in other games too, where you try to go into the menu or the map and it does this weird fade, almost like we're like, look how cinematic we are. And it's like, dude, even YouTubers have gone away from transitions, man. You guys are late. Like, get That's the type of thing quick where break, it's like, oh, the UI might look nice or cool animation, but the UX is just terrible because of having oh, to yeah, wait Yeah, we've that seen long. that. How many times have we yeah. played a game where we are like, man, when I go in the HUD, I hate this game. Or when I go into the menu, I hate this game. But, yeah. you know, I, I felt the same way about Resident Evil. You know, like, I, I know oh, a lot of people yeah. love inventory in Resident Evil, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you, you tend to live in your inventory. Yeah, yeah, it's so painful, it man. Yeah. It's Especially so painful. if it's cluttered. I, I think when we're looking at all this kind of stuff, I, I do, I we do have some games coming out. Um, I think one big one will be Starfield, how they handle their mm -hmm. UI and their inventory. It'll be definitely mm -hmm. interesting to see what they get done. But just wanted to put that out there that people, you know, we don't necessarily want um, everything in every game. Speaking of Microsoft, though, so King, the, Microsoft has a show on the 16th of March. Yeah, I believe the 16th of March, and it's like the Microsoft Twitch show. And the last time Microsoft and Twitch got together, it was a train wreck for me because right. it turned into a three-hour show, Like, and, and the Lord's covered it. So we're sitting there, and we're going, oh, my God, I can't believe that they're doing this. But you also have to remember, Twitch is going to prop up the top streamers. Yeah. So th if, if this top streamer is here, they had a show basically gave – each of the top streamers 20 minutes and it stretched out to three hours this. Right. and and they they had like it was one game where it was like a, a fishing sim boat thing yeah and... yeah uh, yeah the bay moon something bay yeah <sighs> yes I, wasn't a good game either I it was like pulling teeth and <laughs> yeah. I, I just want them to have a better cadence you know okay. because okay. we just watched the state of play and the cadence in the state of play is really good. They learn from Nintendo's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, directs and, you know, just quiet, show the game. But I don't think we're going to get that from a Twitch thing because Twitch has their own type of flavor, their own type of formula. Their formula is prop up their, their streamers. I'm just afraid but excited to see what's going to happen. I hope it's not a three-hour train wreck like the last time, and I hope it's not, you know, for some personalities down my throat. Pause. But I do hope that they do show compelling new games because, you know, a lot of games got uh, delayed. So yeah. hopefully we get a chance to see a lot of those delayed games here now with, you know, a little fresh coat of paint on them. I, I don't know I about think, you. Um, oh, go ahead. 
the there was an event on Twitch. I don't know if it was Jeff Keighley. Maybe it was Jeff Keighley where he um he like partnered up with a bunch of Twitch streamers to stream it, right? So they right. could stream it on their own channels. But every like I could do not every 10 minutes or every like two game trailers, you get a commercial for another stream in the yeah. stream saying, Come to my stream. And it's like, what the fuck? What is this oh, shit? You know I mean? Oh, you mean because yeah. so it was so because the other person was live, they were running ads. And then yeah, they had, had ad time in the in the actual show, while at the same time they partnered up with other Twitch streamers to stream it. So it was just like really weird to me, very uncomfortable. We've all sat through, I think, in the Discord. We've all sat through a couple different shows. Some some being good, some being bad. I I do think that Twitch does have a particular thing. I had forgot. We all want to be personalities. Everybody who's doing a YouTube channel wants to be bigger. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if they were like, "Hey man, come on the Game Awards show," no. No, because I know what people would say about me. It's the same stuff I say about them. I'm like, I, 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 I don't I, care. I don't care. I want to watch. If I want to watch you, I like watching uh, Doctor Disrespect, for instance. I actually find him funny sometimes, and he's a good player, which is also right. good. And a lot of his yeah, games, he's really good. Yeah, and so, but if he, if somebody said he's gonna be the announcer for like the game awards i'd be all whoa we have stepped too far <laughs> like, right. sometimes you're all stay in your lane but they wouldn't let him even be himself though and because essentially like even in hosting a podcast but in running a show like there is a destination you have to get to yeah and there's that, milestones right? that you have to hit as opposed to being like yo this is my show and we're gonna go in whatever direction that we go in this bitch right and that's yeah. what i think what it, what is attractive about the live stream versus something that actually has a structure a, a goal a business level goal that obviously mm -hmm. whether it's microsoft sony nintendo and that's why king i totally agree with you i think nintendo knocked it out of the park and redefined the structure sony following suit i think just actually really works well for them and then i i, I question will that will microsoft at some point make that same uh, jump or will they just be different in terms of how they do their presentations because it's always something to look at Foul boy, ten dollars super chat. Has... Hang, hang on, just one okay. second. I think okay. I was the one that bullied Silver into color via super chat. <laughs> just wanted to say he is an integral part of the podcast. You are, and I want to say thank you, and I'm I'll pay you back. But I appreciate it. You did. He was he was doing black and white too often. Go ahead, King. What were you gonna say? I, I just think he who has the most money is 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 going to do the most right. And Nintendo likes to act like they don't have money right they want us to be fooled into believing they have you know the, the smaller pockets out of the big three uh and they do a nice show nice button up real you know one guy comes out this is my game blah 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 then the game right sony took it a step further we're not going to show you anything we're just going to tell you and next game coming up all right so very minimalist Microsoft has more money. So what they do, they go out and get personalities. You have a bowl sitting there with a bunch of controllers inside and some gumballs and people Mountain talking Dew like Doritos. Exactly. Right. So <laughs> here comes the sponsors. We got to push this. Right. And we have the DLC coming out. I think they have to remove that fluff, take that fluff out, give the gamers like if it's going to be a, and say it, this is going to be a game pass streaming type of thing. And this is what we're going to get on Game Pass. Oh, and this is what we're working on. So have our future projects. This is what we're working on for future projects. So you know going in if you're going to waste your time or not. Because the worst thing in the world is to go there 
sit down for 45 minutes and there's absolutely nothing that you thought was going to be there and you're hoping and you're praying but if you knew it was a game pass show like they did say the indie second hand uh you know uh second party show everybody knew going in what it was you could have hopes later but you knew you had your expectations nice and low king just described what it's to like that. to be a listener to our podcast because i don't do timestamps. <laughs> You show no, up hoping good, something gonna, good is said, so many people, and you dude, waste dude. three hours of yeah. your life. Um, Hi, people right, in the just, comments now yeah. bitching about it. Yeah, What's probably. Good? Hey, Reg, um, yeah. do you even watch the directs anymore? Because you're like one of the bigger Nintendo fans here. You're like one of the people uh, I actually. Hear. <laughs> I mean, it it depends. Uh, if I know it's like uh, themed for uh, let's say Smash or whatever, sure, then probably gonna skip it. Oh, but okay. if it's like an indie direct where I know they show some interesting, probably interesting indie games uh, because they're usually good, then I'm watching it. All right. I feel like I get the best Square Enix news out of the Nintendo directs. At least that's, yep. that's or them. Or yesterday's yeah, State weird. of Play. It yeah, should have just been true. called State of Square. State Wasn't Square? it like 90% Square Enix games? I yeah. think they should show yeah, like two or excited. three... Two uh, or three Squeenix games, right? I think you're wrong. The Valkyrie, I think it was Valkyrie the, 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 the new strategy. Another strategy? Another strategy. RPG? Yeah, another oh, what? Like, oh, I saw octagon strategy. But I just want Nintendo to get out of the fucking 90s. Like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> the the, tra the their their state of whatever's like they 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 seem very very you know, archaic. It's just, it's just really weird. Even the narrator, you know, like he's so cool. Oh, yeah. Like it's so. Johnny, weird. do you notice any of this kind of stuff, or does this? Because I know that you're you're a little bit more, I would say, on the easygoing side of the ACG podcast. You're like, hey, if a friend's there, a piece of shit game will still be amazing. Godfall, like, you know, Godfall. <laughs> God I'm just joking. No, about God awful. no, seriously though, when you watch these, uh, when you watch these, are you? I mean, are you like expecting something big from a Nintendo Direct or a Sony or a Microsoft show? I think for me, the state of play is always very low expectation, and Good because man. I've you know I've watched we've been burned. I think most of them <laughs> with me. the recent ones. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and it's always like something very small gets announced, mm -hmm. and it's short trailers that you can catch after the show if there's one you're interested in, you know? And it's never the big game you're waiting for. It's never Final Fantasy 16 or whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah, it's always, me, dude. I wanted to see It's that. always like this obscure indie samurai <laughs> game that's coming out. It's kind of cool, but not really why I stayed up late to watch. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also because with Sony, we're watching them actually transition like in real time like yep. if you go back two years to state of play it's like we believe in generations and then it's like microsoft with the xbox one going like oh shit <laughs> you know and then we're seeing <laughs> them like over. we're seeing them like here's what we had planned and and behind the scenes they're making big plays which i couldn't be happier about like some of the things that sony has been doing buying bungie i think that's actually really huge really key but those still things take a long time to line up your marketing your messaging to be able to deliver it coherently. And I think that's what people are kind of watching and we'll probably continue to watch for another year. Edzilla Super Chat, $10. Cheers, everybody. Luke's Super Chat, $1. Doesn't say anything. So I'll just say uh, thank you to him. Um, I think with Microsoft, I don't know about you guys, but I, I certainly do see the one thing that a lot of people are talking about is delayed games into 2022. So the yeah. 2021 game yeah. is delayed. But... I have it on very, very, very good, super solid, super solid, like, 
sort of announcement that there's going to be two or three in April, two or three in May and June. And the reason why is because the games that were planned for 2022 were not delayed. They just haven't been yeah. announced yet. And so I do think that the, especially like the midsummer, late fall is going to get far busier. I don't know what's going to be announced at Microsoft's an, an announcement or not, but I do think that people are forgetting that at some point in the state of play, people are, I, I, what was the game everybody thought was good? Oh, Bloodborne, a remaster of Bloodborne. Everybody's like, <laughs> oh, it's for sure happening. Blah, blah, blah. For sure means no. But I mean, Bloodborne, five as well. Bloodborne, anything is pretty much like uh, Switch Pro. Yeah, 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 right. It's, you put it's it a requirement to be a YouTuber to level. talk about Switch Pro. Every it year. is, and I, I'm just saying that like we have some surprises that um that are coming that sound like they're they're really cool, and I I I don't want to get my hopes up, but I thought State of Play would have more. It did have a lot of Square Enix stuff. I, I'm hoping Microsoft has some. I I would like Microsoft to do a monthly thing, but well, I don't know. I mean, what, weren't they already? Was was Microsoft already doing real quick? Was Microsoft already doing a monthly, super quick? It stopped. Quick? It stopped. Okay. It stopped. You, you don't remember? They were on fire. Yeah. Like they were on. They were on such a roll. It was like a monthly thing, uh, and it was. It turned into like every other Monday. They dropped new good information on a Friday. So It'd be thing. bad information, um, you know, because so it could die in a news cycle, uh, and they were on fire. I think right now with this acquisition and all the stuff that's going on here, mm -hmm. because I don't like Microsoft's cadence. I don't. Um, what they do is they give Sony the first half of the year. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo yeah. drops however they're going to drop. You know, they don't care about whatever either one of them is doing. And not at all, because if you can sell tons. Do we have any games? Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> really out, doesn't. Bro. All around doesn't care. Roll it up. Put it out. Ooh, like, whoa, is that Kirby pass, ready man. to go? You held on to that for too long. We missed a full month. <laughs> they don't care. So, don't. but I, I I think with the Game Pass model, and, and they're too reliant like right now we got guardians of the galaxy inside uh game pass right yeah so that's a big title really a big title because it's a real good title yeah you know as well but it's a big title Amen. this Amen. month that takes a lot of steam out of whatever was you know first party released on sony thing and i think that thought pattern is wrong but they need the developers because they have 36 of them now well, should have 36 by the time this stuff is you know finalized that they can release a game in every quarter, you know, um, a good game in yeah, every quarter yeah, because it goes to Game Pass. And then you can have the AA games releasing uh, in those months, you know, those passion projects. Yeah. And and don't give the competition room to breathe because, you know, um, Spartacus is coming. All right. So you saw the state of play that was there and a lot of that stuff. Spartacus somebody died. Was, yeah, Same somebody thing. was say they were saying that they spoilers Spartacus stuff in there you know um for later on i think i see the remnants of it like the mm. the 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 building uh blocks for it because that one game valkyrie it looks like a complete playstation 4 game yeah but that's a game that you can drop inside your your, your service that can mm -hmm. work right yeah so i think microsoft really needs to work on that on the 16th to give a little bit of a clearer roadmap for the rest of this year going forward. Like you said, in April, some games should be announced and should be talked about going into the mm -hmm. E3 cycle. Um, but I don't like the cadence of we we will own the end of the year. 
Right. How right. about you do one thing at least in February and March and get some of these tax dollars, these tax refund money that uh, <laughs> Microsoft, I mean, yeah, you know, Sony and King, Nintendo. You're probably made. right. They may be, you know, Microsoft might just be still hinging on that Christmas Thanksgiving yeah, rush and weird. not realize that there's, a, you know, and especially now, guys, obviously it's GT and Elden Ring are like, doing gangbusters so obviously people have money in these months i think for a long time it was that weird almost school system where it's like summer months you don't sell because kids are outside on their bikes you know blah blah blah. it's like dude that shit went away in the 80s man kids are ready to play your games any goddamn month if it's a good game you can sell now and and especially because you don't even have to go to store for half of these it's all digital um also we're all playing games still and as adults like one of the things that i i clearly remember there being a line in which that it was yeah, weird that I was a gamer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it became like, oh yeah, like Brian's the guy you go talk to for games. Like it's like as games went online and all of a sudden it becomes a social outlet for all of us. Like that's when all of a sudden I think you start seeing mass uh, exception. And that's also helps with sales because like who has money? My kids don't. They think they do. <laughs> right. They broke. Like, um, no, I'm doing fine. You? Not a lot of money. Me, I'm right. okay. You, right. you don't even have an allowance. Um, yeah. Red, speaking <laughs> Plus, of, of free games, let's do the games of the week for all the free right. ones. But Abzi wants to say something before we do that. No, I just was going to say, plus I think COVID had something to do with it because everyone and their moms bought PCs mm-hmm. and started gaming oh, more. And it became way more popular story, as yeah. well. You yeah, know? Very, true, very true. Very true. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, VR. Go ahead there, Reg. It's a short list again. Uh, so to start off, totally free uh, on the Epic Game Store, Cities Skylines. Oh, and then uh, subscription is only Game Pass this week. Uh, and we have for PC and Xbox Game Pass, Kentucky Route Zero, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which is definitely the big one. Yeah. And Young Souls. And only for uh, Game Pass console, so for Xbox, is Lawn Mowing Simulator. <laughs> A Lost Ark plug in there? Kentucky like... <laughs> Route Zero is worth trying out. Kentucky Route Zero is worth trying out. I mean, Lawnmower Simulator is too. I'm a sim. I I, I think I own every one of the simulator games. Wait, do you get to to bang the cougar that no, hires you? Unfortunately, as a not. That's side pool quest. cleaner simulator. That's coming out soon, cool. baby. <laughs> pool cleaner, where you're like you're out there with your little broom and blah, the blah, blah, She's like coming out. Yeah, nah, man. The simulator games, like I'm a sucker for them. I I don't even like to review them because they're usually not ready right away but they build and they're 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 so zen for me like i hear other people talk about zen games and the simulator games like building a motorbike or whatever and it really there isn't there's some freedom there but something about the way they work is just it's amazing for me those lists guardians is probably the biggest one on those yeah yeah it's huge yeah yeah i mean except for abzi it's not huge for Abzi because I saw your, Twitter, well, yeah. your well, I saw your Discord. Didn't you say you bought it? Literally just bought Guardians. Guardians? Yeah. Yo, I think like I had a lot of shit. <laughs> Wait, what? what I... He's laughing at I, your uh, dis, <laughs> your your bad fortune. I think I had. Uh, <laughs> so you just bought it. No, no, no. So I bought it a while ago, like after right. it came out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but okay. I had a lot of shit oh. going on, right? So I didn't, I didn't play it until until now. So when it came uh. out on Game Pass. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, fuck <laughs> me, dude. Dude, this happens all the fucking time on Game Pass. I buy literally like three or four games on Steam, and those same three or four games come out on Game Pass every single time, bro. It, it, it is. I mean, they're just it, waiting for you it, to buy it. It's actually it's actually happened to me to, so many times. I've looked to see if I'm being 
Why is it the games I want? Oh. Here's the thing, though, Abzi. Listen, to, let's go deep mind on this. Let's go yeah. AI, GPT-3. I firmly believe the reason why I'm buying those two or three games is somewhere in the inner space that's being talked about, and that is connected mm -hmm. to them going to Game Pass later. Because this is, it, it sounds like a conspiracy, so just hold on, little green men. But this has happened Lizard so people. often Lizard that people. I'm now under the opinion that it gets into the it gets into these businesses, they know what games are coming to Game Pass. So what happens is Steam puts them more in ads or something yeah. because they want no, to sell no, them early. You see happens. what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So, I, so I it's not in, as UFO-ish as... Uh, oh, you're right, you do. Yeah, it's not as UFO-ish as it sounds, but it's just like... It's I got something worse. So oh, go ahead. I got something worse. So I'm, 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 I'm playing some game, probably Destiny, and a message pops up, and it says, so-and-so gifted you a game. So-and-so gifted me a game? What the hell is going on here? And the message said... King, I'm sick and tired of you waiting for Game Pass to get games, and he gifts me Death's Door. Death's Door came out the next day in Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even you can't even refund gifted games. Yeah, can you, you can't refund no. gifted games. No. <laughs> no. So I had oh, to troll him on Sunday, and I said, you know what? I got to do something. I got to send him a game or something like that. And I and I, I sent him something I know definitely wasn't coming to Game Pass, like a Square Enix game or something. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, like here you go, because you you definitely tried to look out, but I wait for a reason. So yeah. I, I just feel like there's something there's something out there and they're tracking me. Like it's I a gamble, just, bro. I, I just I just have to wait for everything to come out on Game Pass. I think I think I'm just gonna do that. Um, well, not uh, if you you review games. It's just a, yeah, yeah. Speaking uh, speaking of simulator games, I don't know if you saw me tagging you, Carrick, but um, I did. Ironsmith Simulator yeah, just released. We need um, to tag Brav, who was a Ironsmith. Bro, yeah, everything, dude. He was Rob an insect was person. Dude, Rob <laughs> he actually has done still everything. does it. That dude, all over no, the world. He, he 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 was doing that. Then he was uh in uh, whatever insect uh science is. Yeah, that, he he started that. Yeah, He's got a degree uh, in that. This guy goes everywhere. Like we'll he, he pops in about once every three months. I'll be like, so Brav, what's going on? He's like, well, got hit by a car, moved to France, <laughs> fucking got a, my degree in this, moved back to Mexico, and you're like, back? I didn't even know you were at. What is happening? Wait, which which country was he sent? Back home from yeah he was, was on one country that was sent argentina him home. argentina yeah, sent bro. him home and you're just like dude this guy i think he's a drug runner but real quick <laughs> I, I want to read the rest of the games in march yeah, he got uh, sent home is, from the ends of the world yeah. yeah this is um this is a little segment i want to read so that we can talk about if there's anything big these are games for march um after today so today's the 11th um we have uh wwe 2k22 which has got reviewed middling phantom break omnia which I haven't heard of. The Cruel King and the Great Hero. Paradise Killer. Tunic. Wait a minute. Is Tunic already? Tunic. Tunic looks awesome. Did I miss Tunic? No. no it hasn't come it, out. They it, keep showing it off. I'm it's going to come out. It didn't come out yet. Okay, great. Uh, Anno Mutatum, which I've never heard of. Monster Energy, Supercross 5, Persona 4, Arena, Ultimax, Shredders, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. That's on the 18th, people. Mm -hmm. Rune Factory 5, A Memoir Blue, The Ascent, finally coming to PlayStation on March 24th. Ghostwire Tokyo, 
coming on March 25th. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Tina, Ooh. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which looks yeah. to be hot. That's March 25th. Yeah, it looks pretty sick. Crusader Kings so 3 on that. console. Not sure how they're going to do that, but that comes out on the 29th. <laughs> Death Stranding, Director's Cut, Starship Troopers, No One Gives a Shit, March 31st, and West <laughs> or Weird West uh, has been delayed. Weird right? West. Oh, what? I thought Again? Weird West was delayed out of... I, I could be wrong. I just Out of March? I thought it was 25th. I don't know. It then might it have been. Be. Um, any of those games, you guys, we can talk a little bit about Persona because the demo came out. Did anybody do Stranger's Paradise? No, I, I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet, So, but I'm excited for that, for Strangers in Paradise as a Final Fantasy fan. I don't even care if the game's good. Like, it's just like Final Fantasy. Did, did you see? There's a lot of cool jobs in that one. Like yeah, they got like 27 jobs, jobs or something. 27? Yeah. yeah I was yeah. just like, heck yes. And, and so you can I'm change freely. Like, uh, I'm, done. You know. I'm not going to say anything, I think, because I almost said something I wasn't supposed to say. So I'm going to let uh, Johnny, who's played the demo, what do you think of yeah. the demo? So for me... There are two big problems. One, it lacks quite a bit of polish. So graphics at times can look good, but then they, in other times, they just look really bad and you have shadows kind of popping off and, and going all weird and all over the place. And some of the areas look very bare. The menus, you know, are just kind of not great to navigate and, and just cumbersome for me. And then the other issue that I had was like the the visual tone. There's like a mismatch. They're trying to do like different things. So you have the Final Fantasy style of the look of the some of the uh, big areas with mm -hmm. cathedrals and stuff like that. And then like the main character is basically wearing like some denims or something like that. And you know he has this aesthetic of being the the military jacked guy that doesn't also really fit with the vibe it's almost like they're mixing dmc5 with some aspects of neo and then like trying to shoehorn that into a final fantasy world oh, yeah. setting and it just it almost works but there's something about it that's almost like uncanny valley where you can see that it's off it feels like uh, a meme in several aspects for me and it just doesn't quite connect you knock it out of the park, especially because like when you watch the trailer and it's his name's Jack and everything is so fantasyful yeah. and it's like, Jack, no, Jack. Well, and I'm he, like, he's the this name grunting guy. He's just like, it's worse. And he has a phone and listens to his headphones and shit. If you think like Savior of the World Jack is bad, just wait. It's like Jack, Bob, Bill and, and, and Dude. It's Sally. like, yeah, it's uh, the, the demo's out. So if people get a chance, you can go ahead and play it. Um, I'll have a review out for that. But uh yeah, you know what? I mean, Final Fantasy have always felt different. It, it certainly does feel at times when playing the demo like DMC a little bit, you know, and a little bit of Monster Hunter at times, just some of the some of the ideas. It does feel like they've merged a lot of stuff, I guess. I, I right. wish they would change the art style. Yeah. Um, it it, it seems too. like they got stuck in the Bouncer's world. Remember that game, The Bouncer? Bouncer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I thought it was great. You know, uh, what, that came out for the, what, the PlayStation 3? Oh, was it the PlayStation I, thought, two? I think it's two. Yeah. Yeah, it was two. Yeah, right? it's PlayStation two, yeah. yeah. It's PlayStation two, right? So I, I I think they got stuck in that art style and they've been trying to actually, you know, fine tune that style and they've been plastering it and plastering it and plastering. And I and I just want them to step away from that style and actually do a totally different style. 
leave that dystopian world alone with uh, the thoughts of uh, everything has to worry about the crystals and stuff like that, and just like move off to something. A <laughs> always little bit fucking crystals, dude. It's always oh, crystals. somebody's worrying about a lot of crystals. The mother crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, it's, I, I, I know you know it's a Final Fantasy world. Like I love Forspoken. Like the the thoughts of how how Forspoken looks and 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 the thoughts of it and seeing stuff like that. I want more diversity and not with characters i'm talking about the world yeah no I get right you give me something totally give me a complete sand world give me uh something something different something completely different and it just seems like they go to the well all the time and all those worlds are interchangeable with different faces that's about it i think that's why i'm excited for final fantasy 16 because they're kind of mm-hmm. just taking it and going like we're going full fantasy you know just full yeah. on like game of thrones type shit and i'm like hell yeah Final Fantasy 16 is actually what I've been calling the biggest uh, kind of like litmus test for Square Enix for a long time, because like as a software engineer, like in working in uh, and having, you know, lots of experience across different industries, but cultural change takes a lot of effort and time. And what Yoshi P did as he related to Final Fantasy 14, you saw a light impact on 15. You saw some of that impact that he made. Mm in the culture on 15, but there were, I, I said the minute like he took over and that 14 was like, oh my gosh, people are paying attention to this game again. And it's really good. Then I was like, just wait till 16, 16 is going to be a real test of his impact. And the fact that he's the producer of 16 is and going so, I think yeah. is going to dictate, like, I think when, when people look at 16, assuming it, you know, it's success, et cetera, I think people will end up saying like, we want this team just in charge of it rather than, you know, strangers of a paradise is labeled strangers of a paradise by team ninja like at the end of the day it's like i think they were like well hell let's just throw something against the wall see you know see what what happens and 16 being kind of a real key milestone uh for the company i i would think that's fine i just want a game from them to not look like the world's worst k-pop band going on an adventure like i'm so done it's like yeah girls generation hey they got some cool pop let's have them it's like no what what are you doing it's every time and i get that a lot of people are into anime and all that stuff that's 50 percent of their i know it is i know it is but dude when i see a dude in a game not saying it's this game but in a game with jeans that are chaps and coveralls at some point i'm just like dude you guys everything's melted together it's so and yep. it never at, at some point final fantasy has no it's final fantasy looks like final fantasy yes because nothing else looks like it but that's because nothing else looks like it because it looks like shit in the in some of the designs don't get me wrong Thank i don't mean you. the spiky that's, hair that's and stuff like exactly that I, I just, what i mean it's it, i just mean this m- menagerie man and it's like, let's glue all this shit together. And you guys got to realize, man, I actually loved, and I know a lot of people didn't like, I actually liked 15, right? Was the last was great. I yeah, actually like that. I'm not, di- I, but even that was yeah. a boy band in a car listening to tunes being like, it was dope, <laughs> man. Don't, and you're just hey, like, don't mock the boy band. No, okay? I liked it, but I'm saying it. <laughs> It's like there's no surprise. Speaking of surprise, I mean, you, you also had ten where uh, like X two where um, Yuna became like a pop singer as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A gun major, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Oh. People give me such hell. I love 10 2 over 10. Like, I like I preferred 10 2. Um, and is 10 I, you 2 know. a different? Is what's 10 2 versus 10, is it? 
It's a so sequel of 10. Every, every Final Fantasy game, they've always kind of consisted that like they are their own thing. Right. You know, right. You, you could you could take off the number and it's its own thing. And 10-2 being a, a follow-up, same thing with 13-2, where it's actually like in-universe, continuing okay. some part of the story. And they haven't done that as much. And then there's the overall grand narrative of Dissidia in which in Final Fantasy that basically unites all of these uh, universes uh, you know, together in some way of the form of light and darkness and, and the battle within. Now, I don't play the Dissidio games because I, I can't get, I've tried and just didn't yeah, connect with this, but the story is cohesive. And so within the world of Final Fantasy, there are certain characters that are the same character across all universes, thing like Gilgamesh, things like, you know, like there's yeah. all these different, like, uh, you oh, know, obviously the primals and all of them, I like yeah. Ifrit yeah. and Shiva yeah. and, you know. Well, within um, the primals themselves, like they are in universe, but like Gilgamesh is the same Gilgamesh in Final Fantasy V as he is in fourteen, as he is in you know, like that's the same person. He just happens to be somebody who just kind of hops around looking, looking for to stir up some stuff. <laughs> uh, Abzi, I want you to get so that we don't forget. I want you to do the update. Um, oh yeah, sure. Um, first update we got a huge one uh, was Dying Light Two. It, it got like so much shit. I'm not gonna list everything. I'm just gonna say like the headlines. But it got story quest fixes, co-op fixes, Night Runner tool fixes, combat improvements, ragdoll improvements, night improvements and balance, UI, UX improvements, additional ending scenes, technical improvements, and I think called the brutality pack. That one I'm going to go a little bit more uh, into it. Hits with sharp weapons are more precise, allow players to chop off body parts and cut them in half more easily. Reworked audio for enemy hit response, different sounds played depending on the strength of hit and the damage. Blood splatters, better blood splatters. If you're close to an enemy, blood splatters on your screen, and dead enemies are now interactive, so you could chop off dead bodies. So and it's pretty cool. The performance this stuff. is the, the murder. Performance. Xbox yeah. Series yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox. Yeah. So Xbox uh, Series S got a 60 FPS mode, and Xbox Series X got a balanced mode, which mm. locks it at 60 FPS at a presumably higher resolution compared to performance mode. So I'm, I'm thinking it's like adaptive resolution or something, right? So chop um, up human bodies at a higher Chop fidelity. up everything, better blood splatters, a million gruesome. fixes, better. And, oh, and the better boss fight, because people were complaining about that. So they fixed some really? shit there. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to the end, but but they, they the second game is Crusader Kings 3. And it got balance changes, AI changes, performance, interface, art, localization, game content, a lot of more role play options and shit like that. Uh, user modding options. Uh, and it just says like database improvements and bug fixes. So it got a pretty, pretty big one. And then there's Evil Geniuses 2, which also got bug fixes. And there's new side stories for recruiting super agents and something called Ocean's Campaign Pack and a bunch of other shit. I don't know. I never played this game. And um, Outward Definitive Edition got announced. Outward is like a co-op game or a solo game, but it's on Steam and it's pretty fucking cool. It's like an adventure with, with a friend. It's pretty janky though. It's like a it's like a Euro jank game, but it's pretty pretty damn fun. But it's getting a Definitive Edition, which basically um, you know migrates. So so the game has DLCs, but the issue is that um, the DLCs are within like constricted to their own regions. Mm-hmm. But so this one, what it does is obviously there's like a graphics update, better co-op mechanics and stuff, but it also migrates all the DLCs into the game better so that you get the mechanics of the DLC and like enemy types and shit throughout the whole game rather than being constricted to its own region. Obviously it comes out, you don't have to buy the DLC, you just buy the definitive edition. 
um there's also more unique situations you gotta get yourself into because you know you can get like robbed you can get uh you know you can get sent to prison uh kidnapped all that shit so they added more of that uh, they also added new illnesses so you get sick from other stuff and a bunch of location overhauls uh, but that's announced. Yeah, it didn't come out yet. We got our it just says COVID coming soon for the game. You can now get COVID. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> so, so someday in 2022, it's coming out. So. That game. Um, yeah, it is. You're. It's like two worlds or Elix, but a little bit better graphics and a little bit smaller. Yeah, and it's it's just um, it's kind of like a. It's not really. There's the story is there, but it's not really like the big thing. Mm-hmm. I think the it's just you. If you're playing with a friend, especially, you get yourselves in like fucked up situations, hilarious situations. Didn't you say you guys got arrested and then got in prison and escaped from prison? So so we were, we had a huge haul of shit. You know, we were like, me and my friend were like walking back to like store all all our shit in in our home because you got a house and stuff. But um, on the way, bandits or knights or something basically knocked us out. And then we woke up in prison. And then we actually had to do like a whole prison escape with like rocks and shit to to get out of prison and yeah it's janky but it has some cool shit like that you know where you can go and tell your friends oh my god this happened they're like let's put it in there it may not work perfect but you know there's like weirder police you know stuff like that yeah yeah i like that game i might be the only person in the world who like that i really like oh does cog like it as well Cog loves that game don't think i part two like we the police part two yeah it wasn't as good yeah, For no, it wasn't. As good. It wasn't yeah. as good. But one, I, I, I got to talk to Cog about that. It's such a weird game. I never would have. It's like a revolution game, Silver, that we like. Yeah, yeah uh, we, we the revolution. We the revolution, yeah. where I'll like a game, but you don't want to bring it up because most people, that's nerd, nerd. Like that's <laughs> yeah. When you're Next when you're level. in the nerd group, yeah, and then you mention it, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is this nerd talking about?" <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he's, he's a Nintendo Switch head, so <laughs> oh, it, it's true, the fact true. that you know he's he's at work or he's at the gym in the right. steam room or whatever, and he has a switch on, you know, wiping the glass off, yeah, yeah <laughs> spritzing it down, playing, <laughs> right? making sure steam is not inside. <laughs> steamy um, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, silver you have a independent game of the month right an indie game uh uh the week, week. yes week. i do sorry month um, would be weird uh this one is for uh those of you like uh myself like Rich, like carrick i don't know about brian or king who uh played the old school lucas arts and sierra uh point and click 2d games um it's basically made in the style of sort of a scum vm lucas arts game um monkey island where monkey you island. yes like monkey island yeah where you select like an, a, an action like look at talk to and whatnot to interact with okay. stuff uh it's called pants it's called uh pants quest uh pants and quest. it's a very small game it's um essentially about you wake up and you can't find your pants um, <laughs> yeah. and so you have to find them in your apartment um it's, it's basically <laughs> it's basically uh a game that deals with sort of anxiety and depression but not in a way Whoa, that's, that's, that's very that's very is sad a, this is a unique game already somebody been roofing. yeah because because it, it it deals with like how um like small things can sort of pile up on top of each other and start sure. to seem insurmountable until all of a sudden the idea of even getting out of bed in the morning it, oh, it, can be it impossible. becomes a significant what is this, challenge. It's a real yes. life simulator. Yeah, it's like Dark Souls <laughs> yeah, life simulator. But it, but, but it does it with a lot of humor and a lot of charm and has a very sort of upbeat like tone to it, um, even with the serious subject matter. 
Um, it's very brief. It's very breezy. Uh, it's fun. It's charming pixel art. Uh, I definitely recommend people to take a look at it, especially if, like me, you you have a soft spot for for those old school uh, point and click adventure games. It's definitely a nice callback to that. Um, it is uh, only about seven bucks, like a little uh, under that. So I can't really fault the value for money there. I don't think um, like it's just a nice little game. Um, if people yeah. are listening, and they're wondering when we talk about like um, Monkey Island and stuff. It's more like um, just think of Thimbleweed Park, which is a newer title that's like that. So you yeah, may have, you may have heard yeah. of that. Um, real quick, I'm going to read these super chats. Patha, 179 somethings. What's this chatter about Xbox and From Software's deal? I don't know any chatter about From Software and Xbox, it's but I'm going to tell you right chatter. now: if you want to make your YouTube, make a YouTube channel, do a video say that you know somebody who knows somebody whose brother works at one of those companies and it's true and i swear to god you'll get a thousand subscribers dad beats fifteen dollars when is acg coming to game pass i'd buy that for one dollar wow <laughs> this dude won't even buy me full price what a bitch <laughs> he's like you for a buck he's all i'll take maybe care i'll download carrick for one dollar i'll buy um, that for so th those are the end of the segments um but talking about independent games and all those kind of things is there any other games that you guys have been playing that sort of deserves a shine before we jump back into topics oh I, I we haven't done this before but it, it sort of became a thing on twitter where i was like what's a game out there that maybe you're playing we the tide. revolution is one that i'd never mentioned i, I, I think it's called tide um tide. it's like uh it, it got released inside game pass and it's like you're aquaman's baby right um <laughs> because this this thing never comes up for air right and and i think it's called tide i'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now i'm trying to sneak it in um pause <laughs> like that laundry detergent yeah but um it's <laughs> it's it's a really cool game because it's really completely different and um okay arc uh where is it oh far it's called far oh that Dude, one i was gonna mention yeah, that yeah, one yeah. i was gonna mention it too i'm thinking of the, the, yeah, the, the water yeah changing yeah, tide gotcha. right okay. and mm. it, it was so weird because i saw it at one of the indie shows mm -hmm. and then it finally hit in game pass and i was like i was super intrigued by it because these i love the fact of the proposition of game pass a lot of these games you get intrigued by but you don't want to spend the money on yeah. and just be disappointed right but this gives you the proposition like a, a buffet you can just try it like you know oh those cookies look good let me try one right mm. so this cookie looked good and i said oh, let me see and i didn't know it was like aquaman's baby and i'm swimming it around and i'm jumping and i'm like this guy doesn't die underwater because i held him underwater for at least two minutes <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like okay so it's light puzzle solving and you get to the 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 ship. It's this gigantic ship that this little guy is controlling, and you have to worry about the wind um, while you're checking out the vistas in the background. And then you reach one destination. It's light puzzle solving. That's and pretty cool. I don't know the premise or the the where this little guy is going. So because there's there's no one telling you anything. Right. It's right. just this little dude needs to get from point A to point B, but you have no idea why. Like who left this little kid out here? What's going on? So I'm on the 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 ocean, the tides, 
trying to get from point A to point B. And I just want to know why they left this little aqua baby alone yeah. <laughs> and, and why he's so good with machinery. And, um, you know, why is the world in ruin? But you see wildlife in the distance. It's a very beautiful game. It's, it's, it's a unique game. And that's what I'm playing right now. And that's my break from Elden Ring. Like I'll, right. I'll break yeah. Elden Ring and I'll jump into something calming and relaxing without much thought. And that's one of them. Excellent. Uh, what about you, Reg? <laughs> oh God! Oh, I don't even know why. Yeah. Take a wild fucking guess. Yeah, I don't even know why. Take a wild fucking guess. I told myself I should probably just tell <laughs> Reg to not worry about it. Do you He's have playing Candy Crush? Do you have any no. other game? No, the only other game I played a little bit is uh, Horizon, and okay. that's it. Okay, cool. Okay, Abzi. Playing this little game called Elden. No, I'm just kidding. I uh... <laughs> don't do it. No, no. Uh, on the on the side, I'm playing Risk of Rain too because it just got a new DLC and oh, it's yeah. pretty sick. But it also has weird shit in it, like like you get a debuff that just kills you. So there's that. Um, yeah, it literally pops and kills you. Uh, I got <laughs> so weird. Um, but there's also I was playing whatever and Ascent. I play here and there because it got a lot of like co-op fixes and shit. So it did less bugs now. So that's pretty cool. Great game. What about you, Johnny? Yeah. Uh, this little game called League of Legends on the side <laughs> highly addictive have i told you about this game called league of legends <laughs> like trying to sell me a watchtower as a mormon showing up at my house it's, someday it's i'll not, get you into it Carrick, and listen you'll get competitive dude and we'll be like try hard together smart. i won't jump into it because i'm i would i mean i don't know if i would but when i do get into something it's it's not oh, dude i amount, think so. i think you might yeah yeah, yeah. um uh brian are you playing anything like yeah, the uh, I've it's I, it's not indie title. I mean, it's a little company from Square Enix, but Triangle Strategy has oh, yeah. legit like it is for me. Like it is so good, and I think somebody oh. described it, and and I talked about like it in a video, and somebody was like, "Yeah, if you like reading a book and then occasionally having these battles, like the story and the characters, while some could be better voice acted." Like, I'm not going to fault it because it really feels like I'm playing like through a Game of Thrones. It's very political driven relationships really? and connections. I, yeah. I, so it like, I thought it was like Final Fantasy or something like I don't it has know. So it's the, better than Octopath, huh? Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. Far, by far better than Octopath. Well, because the, the, the characters have relationships. You're going to really like like some of these characters immediately. And then you're going to like. Got bad Sacrifice. news for you. And then at the same time, then, then there's some real just jerks that you're like, I can't. I'm just like, I just want to get to the fight where I know I can hopefully fight him. And I hope nobody backstabs him before I have the chance to take him out. <laughs> have have the choices great. been good? Like, like yeah. I know JRPGs usually don't have choice in them. So they have, I feel like they have. And I can only really come back and say that on multiple playthroughs because you do make choices that will take you from nation to nation and impacts the characters that you run into and then can join up. And so your choices have an impact on that. Um, but the battles themselves also are filled with uh, with choice and how you uh, decide. I've been playing it fully on hard mode, and that game nice. will kick your butt. In fact, I got highlights of my like me getting my ass handed to me. But then I changed my strategy as a strategy game, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like okay, that that I had yeah. to I had to rethink that because I was just like I'm just gonna roll up on this and I'm gonna win because I'm good at video games. And the game's like ah. All right, good luck. So you're saying it's like I've had 14 MSQ where you talk for hours and then do combat. Lots here of and... talk, lots of talk. Yeah. And the, the thing though, it's a weird, here's a little high, a random praise. It has an auto advanced uh, feature where like it auto advances the story and the pacing is, is Thank you. spot on. 
it's spot on pacing and yeah. the audio advance because then it feels like you're actually like it, it, the story and the, like rather than you it waits for you to press a button before it moves on so if you're just like i'm just gonna like absorb all this it's spot on and i love the auto advancement because it didn't like in 14 in some cases in the yeah MSQ, you have to wait a little bit more not, like they, like, they did better wait. in walker though they did yeah. better in walker between yeah. like the the auto advance but in in mm-hmm. uh in, tri- in triangle but strategy the wait they it's like it. come on my dude chop chop right okay, we, we have places to get to <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But there's, there's some char- there's some characters and some lines that are just delivered that you're like, yeah, I, I they didn't really go full out, but they didn't do a bad job either. It's 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 not like you would you know not play this game because it's like shut the, the fuck up, Orianje. Come on, we gotta we let's go. go. Orianje, <laughs> shit. But, uh, now, I haven't I haven't, I haven't, I haven't com- uh, fully cleared it yet, but I, I intend to actually do another uh, playthrough of it, especially because like the choices that are presented to you, and it's done such in a unique way is that you go and you basically try to persuade. So you ultimately have like, it's kind of a democratic system, but you basically go and try to persuade what, uh, like how people want to vote and then they vote. And then you're like, okay, that's the decision. That's really uh, cool. And I was like, oh, so like right now, like the first one that is comes up, everybody's evenly split. And then it's like, well, where do you want to go? And so you then need to go and I'll show you who's like, I'm on this side, I'm on this side, or I'm undecided. And then, yeah. And then you kind of let it play out and then uh, you go from there. So I, I highly recommend triangle strategy. It will be coming to PC. My like, there's no official announcement. Been talking about Triangle Strategy this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <dude>. yeah. <laughs> Damn, really? That's cool. I didn't know. Sorry, it's great. It's no, excellent. I was because I was I looking forward to it for a while. David asked me questions. I I, I would no, have been it's, like, it's good. Game. No, that's totally. I, I just haven't heard much about it. Like it's, it's just, yeah. Uh, I, I was looking forward to it for a while, but I was kind of a little bit hesitant because uh, Octopath Traveler's story sucked ass. So I was like, well, you know. I, I was hesitant. I it was yeah. pretty cool. I, I found I mean, out a, a, a bad lesson. That's a Game Pass lesson. I brought the game on, on Nintendo Switch and it came on Game Pass. Oh, there you go, dude. They're just <laughs> just like me, man. Me on my thing. Yeah. I, that's I why I laughed so hard. I thought, from yeah. what I had heard about Octopath, at least the people I talked to, is that the story was actually good. It, it was that people were mad they didn't ever merge up. Right. Well, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's, that's absolutely true. Solo, like the stories of the ser- the characters fine, were pretty right? good. They yeah, were pretty good. Yeah. There's no overarching thing. Yeah. There's right. no like overarching story. That it, was it, there's issue. no interpersonal relationship. They they are little nuggets in Octopath, but there isn't like a cohesive like, oh yeah, and this is this actually impacts if if this person's here in that scene. And that's where I hope that future Octopath like uh, you know versions actually get to explore. But the story then in Triangle in this case is that it's oh, it's cohesive. Yeah. It's yeah, a, they hit on yeah. some crazy subjects too in Octopath. Right out the gate, dude. Like yeah. there's like yeah. you got you got racism, you got like prostitution inter, like, and prostitution, stuff. you know, <laughs> rape and you know, it's like and yeah, it's yeah. like and it's all and it for me is good stuff. Good all stuff. positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah as as a parent though, it's nice because it's not necessarily so in your face. So oh, I can right. actually like play the yeah. game and my mm-hmm. kids are like, Oh, this is cool, and they're kill- getting myself killed because they'll take over the controller for me. And uh, but like I'm not worried about them like, you know, like, oh, we're going to show the scene new. or something like that. So they're kind of like you know, oblivious. And the art style is so beautiful. That 2D HD, like I'm Very like, nice. bring it to all of the old stuff and I'll let Carrot come back before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like like imagine they remade all the old Final Fantasies with that type of art style. I'd eat it up. I think a lot of people would. Dragon Quest 3 is getting the treatment and that's coming out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe this year or next year, which is going to be huge. And then essentially like uh, they're doing a live live. Uh, that's kind of a remaster that came never came to America, so that's gonna be really cool to see. But the technology, I think, is 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 incredible. Like you, when you look at that, you're like, this is exactly how you you honor the past and at the same time make it accessible to the to modern audiences. So triangle strategy, 
Is it like three Great characters name, instead of Octopath? <laughs> it's like dudes are gonna be this. Try. Uh, I think it's essentially you kind of have like as the game progresses, you have multiple different choices, and well, it kind of has there, that aspect. Isn't there three nations in the game? Isn't that there just set up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, kind of like Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah. What game are we talking about now? All right, let's move on from there. Um, yeah. I've been playing uh, a little bit of a t tentacular or tentacular, I think is what it's. Tentacle? I'm, yeah, it's basically tentacle. Tentacular. What? How do you not say <laughs> testicle? Like, how do you just not well, like tentacular cancer? But it is a VR oh. game where you're basically Cthulhu building shit, and it's a, oh, that's sick. Yeah, what? yeah. There was there's a preview. Do you have tentacles, now. like yeah. No, that's what you're using. Is you're like building stuff. Oh, that's they throw really cool. You, and you have to sort of construct things. Very cool VR game. Quest WMR. But the other big game, and and I think it's coming out next month. I think is the Tentacle game. I just call it the Tentacle game because every time I read it with that extra ER, it always it always messes me up. But those are the kind of games I think work in VR really well, where you can just sort of, it's almost like Beat Saber, but with tentacles. Oh, and nice. and I, I dig that kind of stuff. I also dig games in VR that do a really good job with their physics, and this one does. Like, you know, matching things, watching them fall and move. I paid for that game in VR so I could play with you uh, a little bit later. I think it was like, a, it was a shooting game. Um, Contractors. Your contractors, yeah. So oh, I yeah, got I that, that and I have to, yeah, download that, and you know we can. Let's you, do you it, know, jump dude. Into play. Eleven yeah. hours, man. I'll tell you what, man. I've never had. Holy I, shit, dude. Yeah, I had. I was like, what, three or four weeks ago, and I did that eleven-hour day when I got the quest two, and my back was so messed up because I refused to. <laughs> like, there'll be, you know, you're supposed to squat, and I'm ducking, yeah. and after a while, you get lazy. I start bending at the waist. Then about eight or nine hours of playing that, I have my multiple batteries plugged in. I unplug it and I tried to sit down, and my back was like, "Nope, nope, you're wow. screwed." It was, but it is such a good game. I lost like fifteen pounds. It was it yeah. As soon as soon, soon as you said it, uh, I, I told Kyle. Nice. I said uh, he was like, "You know, what's what's the next game we're gonna get?" You know, because we we want to try every damn thing. Yeah, VR, right? VR is Especially, great, yeah, you get a chance to play with your friends. And, that's the biggest game changer, I think. You know, the fact, you know, untethering and, you know, get the chance to play and hang out with friends and talk with friends and stuff. I think that's the biggest thing because you don't, in, in VR, you feel isolated and alone. Yeah. But once yeah. you, you know, brought that game up, I was like, well, how how about we get that game? You know, ACG talked about it. Uh, let's get that. And so we all agreed and, you know, like, I, 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 I. I, I think <laughs> the thing about VR too is I just have to say, like, Reg has most of the headsets. I have every headset, I believe. They don't do a good job other than the quest in merging people. It's like, I don't like Facebook, right? Right. But it is very yeah. easy. Like when you guys gave me your account names and stuff, it only takes a couple Pop seconds. Up. Boom. You're in there. You don't have to worry about steam overlays. You're just, you're in there and it can't, you can watch a movie together. You can do blah, yeah. blah, blah. I do. I've done dungeon and dragons in VR chat before where you just find some rooms that, you know, correspond to places you want the characters to visit. There's the D and D game that Damio, uh, Damio, Demio, Demio. Demio. Yeah, there's all these really Dope. cool games and game. and VR, man, like I can't wait to see what other companies do outside of Quest because like I would like a PlayStation 2. I have yeah. a very high hopes for that thing. I mean, I, I know it's a twelve thousand, uh, you know, twelve hundred dollar uh, purchase. Yeah, basically. you know, proposition. But, you know, if you got the PlayStation 5 and I, and I know uh uh, Red, you, you, you said, you, um, Ginger said, nah, he doesn't have it yet, you know, because that's 
that's the gateway, right? That, yeah. That's the block right there, right? But once you get past that block and then you actually get the, the headset and, and, and the controllers, and they're going to have really good games, like to, to push it because it's dedicated for it. And I cannot wait to see what they do in this space with it. You know, like an Astro uh, bot uh, with, and I'm pretty sure that they will, you know, have a packing game for it. Yeah. Because they did that packing game uh, with the first one, and it was like, you know, the driving and the shooting in London, and it, that was dope, and under the water stuff. It, it was a really good package. So I cannot wait to see what they do with it. And hopefully, uh, they have an easy way to hang out with your friends, watch Netflix. Though, you know, Batman just came out of something like Dude, that. I think that's the thing is that VR, um, you know, Reg is big into anti. You know, he doesn't want to be tethered. Like, that's his plus for the Quest. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. That's, and, like, that. the reason I love the Quest 2 so much. Because and, uh, that, that little cable is all the difference yep. to me. And that's what's weird <laughs> is it's not to me, but I will also say it is a big deal. Like, even though I can deal with a cable, not having one is tremendous. And you can stream from your PC to it. Yeah. Which is mind-boggling because we've talked about this. The bandwidth technically Fairly. should not yeah. be high enough to give you a good picture on the, and they do it and it works really well. And they just need one or two little iterations. And honest to God, man, I hate Facebook, but they made a lot of them in the quest. The quest is pretty simple. Uh, aside from the merging, I had issues with that. But once you get in there and start working around, it's pretty awesome. And these new games that are coming out, they're great, but it needs Sony. It does. It, it, yeah. needs, it needs a, it needs half-life tried it for the PC and they nailed it. But it's the PC is so scatterbrained and it, it, people are waiting for deals and there's certain price tags. I think a big company like Sony, if they nail it with a horizon, which they showed, you know, some stuff for horizon, what forbidden West VR, I guess. We'll just yeah. Go with that. Um, yeah. Some of their bigger games. I wouldn't want to play God of War. I'd puke my head off. I'm sure. I mean, can <laughs> you imagine the same FOV? with that yeah. vagina FOV? Where you're like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm being born, but it, 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 I can't wait. Or just man. devil may cry VR. Yeah. Yeah, no. love to see that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Man, that makes my, it makes my stomach get a little whirly just talking about it because I know how easy I would get sick in that. But dude, it's going to be great, man. Gran Turismo, you know, yeah. Road Drive Club, Gran Gran Turismo. Well, Drive Club's gone, but um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to they, see. They did they did it Drive Club. Uh, they did Drive Club VR, but D Drive Club the company is gone. The company oh, that made sucks. that they made on rush and then they were evaporated yeah. yeah sony sony sort of let them go which is weird because i still that believe was... drive club is one of the best looking games i've ever seen in my life hell yeah it's i still have it so do i it's ridiculous yeah. that game look i mean it is when they weird. added the rain to it yes <laughs> dude it's insane just i was showing my friend and he's like what uh, this because i didn't tell him it was playstation 5 right no he thought that was a like a 30 90 playing that game even though yeah. it was 30 fps he was still like yeah. the rain and the they've done that uh, the correct muted colors of overcast which is really hard to do yes they nailed it and Yep. Sony, yeah, they did one other game and then and well, what was the gone. first game that they did uh, that that got them in there and and that was on the PlayStation Three. Uh, it's uh, you had you had the the the, the trucks, the the motorcycles, um, um, the, oh, I mean the dirt oh. bikes. Uh, they did that game first. The, um, uh, it's not Gotham Racer. That no, Gotham had no, 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 no. This was on they PlayStation. Did, yeah, it was on PlayStation. Remember, it, it was a launch title as well. And and oh, that's Motorstorm? 
Yes, Motorstorm. They did Motorstorm. Oh, did and that? yeah, and and remember they nailed the lighting there mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So when that game came over, when they did this game, oh yes, I I was like, yeah, they, they, I thought Sony was going to buy them. <laughs> yeah, so did I. That's how, honestly that's where I was going with this. Is I had, yeah. had actually assumed there was going to be a purchase there. And then it, um, wow. Move it on there and looking at the various different topics uh, I we have. I didn't get. Sorry, I didn't get. Uh um are you gonna un- say indie game unnoticed game. game okay yeah. i was i was yeah. assuming it was going to be the indie game um, i apologize go for it uh no but i mean i'm still uh months later on and off playing s lakes and obelix uh slap them all um which is a 2d beat em up uh very small game um very simplistic but uh based on the vikings I mean, right isn't that the viking one no, it's based on the uh, the comic, like the French, the, the comic, French one, uh, yeah. Asterix, um, Asterix and Obelisk. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I went to the yeah. to a roller coaster place for that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they have theme park uh, mm-hmm. in France. Um, yeah, I mean, just the property uh, is very sort of close to me from from a childhood perspective, um, and and just the, the art style very fun, uh, very simplistic gameplay, but still fun and rewarding all the same. Um, like if you if you wanna if you're looking for like a 2d uh simple beat em up um definitely recommend it is on the pricier side um but you might be able to find pick it up on a sale or something i remember playing it like a long long time ago i think with cleopatra or something in it uh i don't really remember clearly I mean, but it's, there was it's, a... it, it's very similar to the old konami uh arcade game um mm-hmm. that was in arcades back in the 90s uh that i i played <laughs> ceaselessly as a kid uh put put in way too many coins for um but uh it's, it's a more spruced up version plays like a more spruced up version of that game essentially yeah, nice. i've never even heard of this yeah uh, it was uh, our indie it was our indie game week of the week back i mean in i've December. heard of it from you but yeah. I, I just i it was like that slim dude and that fat dude so yeah but are they the vikings they're, they're no, kind of, they're they? they're they're not Vikings. What's they're the uh, comic they're Gauls. Where they're two Vikings with horned helmets. They, I mean, Asterix has a horned helmet, but he's not a Viking. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'm talking about the same thing then. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Very. Or cool. no, he has a wi- he has a winged helmet. Sorry, winged not, not helmet. horns. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think Obelix has tiny, like tiny streets horns of rage kind of thing, or is it more like Metal Gear? Like, is it? It's a it's a 2D streets of rage kind of thing. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. You and move up and down. When you uh, said it was expensive, what did you mean? I think it's uh, forty bucks. Yeah, I figured he'd say forty. You know, we're, we've got a couple topics that I want to move on to for sure, but I, I do want to, um, I do want to say like forty dollars is becoming the. I don't know, man. For I, I'm seeing some games where forty dollars seems like it's asking a lot. And um, no, no, sorry, no, it's it's 25, no, 29, oh, okay, okay. 29.99, no, 29.99. Um, yeah. But recently, but when I've been reviewing some games and they've been at forty dollars, and I'm like looking at what you get, uh, Shadow Warrior in, is where I'm coming from. But Shadow Warrior, oh, I, yeah. I really thought the platforming was fun, the battles were fun, and then I was done, and it was like, done, done, is there a is this like really nothing extra, yeah, and they were still asking a, that. I don't consider 40 a premium. I don't think anybody does, but it was still, that's a lot for three and a half, you know, four hours. Um, of, the, yeah, of much buck for your bang. Yeah, yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think that that price tag is going to become more problem, like problematic. I was originally thinking that was a great price tag, but I'm starting to see the smaller companies. Oh, and- it's 50 bucks. 
Shadow Warrior 3. Oh, gotcha. Well, I think it's 40 on, like, PC, 50 on PlayStation, or maybe oh, it's reversed. Oh, okay. PlayStation just likes to add 10 bucks to but everything. But admittedly, yeah. it also looks great. <laughs> yep. And it, I mean, it looks and, really and it's nice. fun to play. It's it, But it's tight, and it's super short, and that sounds dirty. You gotta love the Wang, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I could, that's what I did. Titled the review was "God of Wang" because it does it does have God of War feel to it, where it's like really visceral, it's really in your face, it's really, um, it's God of War isn't fast, but it's it's very fast, so that feels like Doom, but it's just done, man. It's just yeah. done, and you're and I'm like, admittedly, this was I think a random announcement that this game was even coming, a mm. little bit like Siberian Mayhem for Serious Sam, which is, but Serious Sam was longer. Which is surprising. Yeah. Serious Sam was a good deal longer. So I don't know. Forty dollars seems like it's a little bit disturbing as a price these days. It feels like we're getting into more of a Especially problem when you have us, uh, you know, like game pass. Game service, you know, game you know, game pass. You put it inside a service. I, I I don't know. I'm spoiled. Um I'm a little bit more frugal with my dollar. Yeah. And it has to boil down to I know it's for sure not coming. Yeah the game pass yeah right yeah right yeah. or or at, at some point to where you want to play it really bad now and if it comes in a year it'll be different than tomorrow yeah like, yeah like, is, like, is elix 2 also in that price range yeah elix 2 is like 49 or 59 okay. the thing about elix 2 i don't know if anybody besides me owns it i no, haven't no, bought it yet reg bought it but he's not yeah, yeah. Yeah, Reg buys everything. He's like, yeah, it's coming out. Almost <laughs> it's, okay. it's janky. It's Euro jank. It's everything that you probably expect uh, Elix to be. But the reason why it hasn't grabbed me is because when Elix came out, it felt like it fit in its time frame as a unique thing that nobody else was doing. Now there's a right. lot of Euro jank games. And now there's a lot of these kind of games. And Elix came out. And yeah, it's got jetpacks. Like I always say, man. If you put jetpacks in your game, I'm going to give you 10 extra points. I fucking love jetpacks. <laughs> but it just doesn't, it it feels like it's 10 years old. It feels like Elix 1 as an expansion. Like Oh, yeah. so they didn't really improve well, much. Not uh, much. Like the graphics, okay. you know, I didn't have performance problems. I heard somebody else did, but that's PC for you. But I didn't have performance problems. I just had, it just didn't look even oh, janky for today. Oh. It looked janky for Ten years. Okay, know, I know what you mean. I mean, yeah. also because I mean, not just are there more Eurogen games, but the like the quality bar for them has has been raised as well, right? Considerably, yeah. Like like you have a game like Greedfall, right? Greedfall. Mm -hmm. I was gonna I was gonna oh. bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Do you not like Greedfall King? No, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. No one's gonna argue that it wasn't jank. Yeah. I mean, that's no. the thing about green oh yeah you could yeah. see the budget stuff like seeing the same enemies and shit yeah. just like plop standing there waiting for <laughs> but you but i'll say that greedfall makes elix 2 look like elix 0 wow that's how big of a goal and i liked elix 2 a lot of what was going on it's just it doesn't feel right anymore it doesn't feel like it it stepped forward to even where it should be to call euro jank now it's it's still a couple years. Some of the right. characters in your review were just actually nightmare fuel. Dude, it's like Aloy. That's what I call her. But your wife, she looks just like Aloy. I'm telling you right now, it has to be her. So she shows up and she's she's like banging, man. She's like, hey, she's got a glow up. You know, she comes in. And you're like, damn, how you doing? And then 
everybody else is all dude, wandering into the camera and they're like my name is yeah, the head yeah, and they got the intern treatment yeah you got the you're right you're, the substitute teacher shows up and everybody yes. knows that you can fucking get away with whatever you want that's all the other characters in the game and, and you get wow. a character my god you get a character who's a cyborg here's the thing about cyborgs as like side characters you can still make them enjoyable we all played Knights of the Old Republic you know AK-47 right. or what was his name um, 47 the the computer the cyborg assassin killer he was awesome but right. you get an assassin android friend and he's like that is that is incorrect that is not right and you're just like wow that's just me saying those words <laughs> like there's nothing there's no attempt at all but <laughs> such it's piranha bites you got right i mean, I mean gotta, even the protagonist looks way weirder i don't know it's just when i saw it yeah I, when i saw it, i was like wait why does he he looks very different dude Weird. Jack's like faces look is weird. so fucked up that in the cutscene he walks into a house with windows bashed in and locks the door. I'm like, dude, <laughs> we ain't there, man. At, like, at some point you gotta look at that and be like, we got a problem that's bigger than that door being locked. And then he goes upstairs, he brings a dead animal in, drops it on his floor, goes upstairs, looks at a picture I mean, of his that's right. and lays that, down that's, in a dirty that's, bed. That's and so like, far at the beginning <laughs> that even I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> so, dude, yeah. it's rough. It's rough. Um, so moving yeah. on from there, I did want to talk about GT7. So, um, King, I heard oh. you mention it, but I didn't know if... Do you have it? No. That was the game that was supposed to blow the dust off of my PlayStation 5. Okay. Right? So, you know, I saw the trailers. I saw... Uh, you know, the vertical slice and, you know, when you're watching it, you know, in your heart, you're like, it's not going to look like that. Right. But I hope it does. Right. You know? Okay. Um, then I saw right before they dropped the game, because I had to bend the knee to that game. I thought it wasn't going to release mm. in, in the same, uh, time frame as horizon. Right. I said, they're not going to drop it that close. Um, I was wrong because they were dropping it uh, to counteract whatever result happens with Elden Ring. So if Elden Ring would have sucked, you know, and Horizon would have, you know, had the one up on it, then fine. And you still have, you know, the Gran Turismo crowd that was going to get it. I, I think, you know, to get the money for that, for the quarters, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was, I had to make a choice out of uh, Gran Turismo and horizon and i said you know what i'm gonna bet my money on that gran turismo because that's their bread and butter i'm gonna go in on that uh i found out that the cars weren't really up to date that threw me back you know i don't need a car that's not older than the car that i'm driving <laughs> all right I, I'm, I'm sorry i i and then i because that means i won't have the I, i'm a weirdo like that i will go get the car that i have and get it in the game oh, just sure. to look over it, yeah. just to see if it's my car, right? right. You understand, yeah. right? So, okay, um, th that's my car's not there, so can't do it. And then I noticed that ray tracing was only in picture mode. Yeah. Um, this is not what you advertise, right? This, uh, okay, I can overlook that part. Right before I'm on the line, the game comes out. So I said, this is a game that I'm going to wait for the reviews. The day that the game comes out. That's when the microtransactions go live. Yeah. After everybody's reviewed the game and they had no idea that the it's microtransactions so was going to be what it is. It's so stupid. Dude, when and they it was weird. They didn't have to do it. And, and yeah, and that's why, you know, I was like, well, I'll do a review in progress because, first of all, I knew when the codes came out. And I'm like, if anybody is saying that they fully reviewed this, it's possible, but they would have had to have stayed up 
I would oh, almost all, all night, multiple nights. But yeah. I was like, okay, I'll do a review in progress. And I thought I actually was playing the game assuming double the cost of a normal microtransaction. Meaning when I was reviewing the game, I was like, if they do double the cost that I expect from a Forza or from blah, 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 will I be okay? And I was like, probably. I was looking at the races, what I was getting, hard versus easy, what you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I woke up, they launched that thing. And I was like, now, first of all, people are gonna be like, you don't have to get it. I get that, I, yeah, absolutely. Right. but the difference between a microtransaction that you don't have to get and not being an issue and the microtransaction you don't have to get and being an issue is if the grind is there. Right. And the grind is yeah. there and it's only <clears throat> about halfway to three fourths of the way through that you really start noticing that grind. And it's very high. There's a lot of grind required in that game. So, microtransactions are always a game. Like, it's so weird. What? They're what? To be able to, 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 to have to grind in a racing game, it's just weird to me. To, to have to grind to get a car in a racing game, um, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it shouldn't be about that, I don't think. Well, dude, in this game, send you to like, you know how uh, they've always been really high flute and pinky up in their racing? Yeah. And you go to like a winery, you open a menu and it's like, Cafe. would you like the next yeah. three cars? And you're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but then the game has unskippable cutscenes, and you'll be like, Duke. and then it's like, let me show you five minutes of racing cars. And you're just like, oh my God, I just want to play. And then you go and the ray tracing's really weird. I didn't mind it not being, I think the game looks good, but I would have liked it in the racing and so the idea that it's only in like this mode or this mode, same thing that Forza's pulled off in prior games with some things mm -hmm. being in some. So I get it. I certainly hold both of them accountable. But it the microtransactions, they're bad. I mean, they're rough in that game. That's probably one of the highest. Like, dude, did you guys see that one? Like, two car, one car is $40. Yep. And there's multiple cars that are 40 So it's just That's like crazy. Wow. you could easily buy the price of that game in two cars. And not great yeah. cars, by the way. That's yeah, not for no $70 premium, you know, right. uh, price game. I mean, free-to-play model, cool. You, you, know, you can live with it if it's a free-to-play model. This is not a free-to-play model. Yeah, They're using the free-to-play model in a, in, a, in a premium tier game. That's where I have a problem with it. And it's not usual Sony. I will say this. I've, um, they, they weren't hiding micros. They were like, they will be there. The store isn't live, which I checked. They weren't like... Sony's pretty good about that. But this time seeing those prices was like yeah. pretty jarring. Like a slap in the face, yeah? Yeah. Well, as I told another PR person recently, I was like, well, you're going to notice me saying review in progress a lot of times now. Especially, that was one of the things I thought of last year as I was like, I'm just going to start saying review in progress and then give a reason, microtransactions or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, some don't look like they have stores and add stores. Um, there's been games that have had no store icon in the menu. And then the game comes out and there's a store icon suddenly. And a lot of times right. you can tell. Yeah. Rage 2, I could tell. No one brought it up in reviews, but I'm like, I did. Because I'm like, it's right there. You can tell there's a blank spot. They're going to put microtransactions. They did right away. But GT didn't need them. And they didn't do a yeah. car pass. You know, They didn't do anything to really reach out to the fans. It's almost like they know they're selling it to the hoity-toity crowd that's okay with paying $40 for a car. And $40 yeah. for a digital car is like- That's ridiculous. Brutal. brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Um, that's ridiculous. So is anybody getting GT? After I just sat there and, and talked about the microtransactions. <laughs> anybody? No, with, gonna, okay. 
with Forza, with uh, like Forza as a franchise and as Horizon as well. Like it's been, I haven't played a GT game since like GT four. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like it was. There was a clear like I was like, wow, this is really yeah good. Both just the motorsport and even with Horizon five, like it just pops off. And the fact that now it's also all included in Game Pass, the question is, is like. It's the same question I said uh, about like Halo Infinite, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play it." But the question is, is that what's it gonna do? That's gonna not me have me spend my time at Destiny. You know, it's like when it comes down to it, what's it's gonna like, pull okay, you away from? Why would I leave Horizon? Why would I leave like you know, you know, and go and actually invest in that as an ecosystem, especially in terms of microtransactions? Because while I don't personally spend money on microtransactions, I don't actually have like a philosophical problem with right. them because right. it all boils down to trust, right? Like yeah. I, I like Lost Ark, y'all brought that up earlier. I've seen Chad actually talking about like Lost Ark. And one of the things that was the most entertaining for me to watch the internet just kind of implode slightly was the Lost Ark is pay to win. And then the response was, we don't give a shit. The game's good. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. They, like, they started know, having the new the- definitions for pay to win. Well, and then everybody has to start like trying to like, well, yeah, I know I'm against microtransactions, but uh, no, like the real, the real thing you're seeing out playing psychologically is that good game armor, you like game, you will be happy to support game. In fact, I see it. I see gamers do this all the time. They're like, I can't like, I spent a thousand dollars on this game and you know, you champion it, you promote it because you love it. But then this, the question is, is like, what is really that microtransaction doing? And when you sit here and say like $40 for a car, like, like no man's like it's same thing in Final Fantasy 14. There's a cash shop, but those mm-hmm. mounts aren't like champion. You're like, you want to support the game extra? Go for it. Not necessarily that bike is, that bike though. <laughs> you need that, that well, bike. And I, I legit meant <laughs> that bike. bike becomes that well, I got it because I went to the to the to the like fan fest, which they gave the bike out, or you can oh, buy it. That yeah. bike actually gives you an advantage. And it's the same thing. You see the you see that friction in that community, like, no, 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 I, like I love 14. But I'm also against microtransactions. Like you just mm-hmm. can't like it, you see gamers like legitimately. So there was a me, there was like a meta on YouTube for at least two weeks with Lost Ark. It was all like it's pay to win, but I don't care. But it, oh, it's pay to win. It's bad. And it's like it's still crushing six hundred thousand concurrent. Like the game's a good game. Spend money if you want to spend money. Don't spend money if you want to spend money. If you are below eighteen, becomes a whole different conversation for me. Yes. That's where I talk to parents. Yeah. I'm like, hey, stop hooking your credit card up to these slot machines. You're Take an adult. Then we got it. Like then, then it's like, dude, a full in his money, easily parted. That's all I'm gonna say. Ray, yeah, I, I, I started. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. no, I just started with like Lost Ark coming out. I started seeing a lot of people change kind of what pay to win is, yeah. kind of the definition. Because before pay to win was like, okay, it's like you pay to get direct advantages in a game, and then right. now they changed it to no, it's direct advantages over other players only in right, PvP. Right, because they're abuse spouses like, at the fucking twelve step program, saying he loves me, he hits me. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, but like, it just decide what it is. And I think Brian was right. It's just like, what what are you getting out of it? Well, if you're getting whatever out of it, then maybe don't have an issue with microtransactions anymore. Just be like, at least be consistent. You know, that's all I ask. Consistency. I I don't have a problem with microtransactions if, and this is this is my caveat, if the game is free to play. Like, if I'm playing Fortnite, and these are cosmetic things. If I see a uh, 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 Rick and Morty skin, you can't stop me. No shit, like, me too. I didn't know you were a Rick and Morty fan, bro. I'm a huge oh, Rick and Morty so fan. You, yeah. you, you cannot stop me because I saw some guy running around with it, 
And I said, I'm going to log in every yeah. day until it's in the daily so I can buy it. And <laughs> and then the Star Wars Boba Fett, okay, well, I'm all in. But again, I'm having fun in your game. I didn't pay anything for said game, right? So there comes the, okay, you know what? I got to throw yeah, them some buck. There's goodwill. Yeah, I got it. I got it because you're, you're doing such a phenomenal job. I got to throw you some bucks. But if I paid $70 for your game, all right, now you're the only. Yeah, you're one throwing me a bone at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. $10 more than the next dude. First of all, I'm already mad going to the counter because there's tax on top of this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're at $76.50 right here, and I have that face. And then you're going to tell me while I'm playing your game that I got to go to the shop and I got to pay real life cash. No, like when is enough enough for you? You could have said, okay, you know what? We're going to put this game out free to play. And then we're going to have the same prices for these microtransactions. Same prices. I don't care. If your game is that good, it's going to sell itself. That's going to happen. You're going to get that money. That $70 is nothing. Could you imagine what they would have did if they would have said Gran Turismo is free, free to, to play, play inside free? I in, agree. in PlayStation oh, yeah. now? I agree. Oh, it's man. like Sea of Thieves had nothing when it released. Nothing. There was no content in that game. It was ridiculous. Nothing. But they've added a shit ton of content. They have a bunch of stuff people like, and it's doing gangbusters. But I wanted to get Reg's point, because he's played 3,500 billion no, hours just... in this game. Dude, I'm still in the, in the, in the uh, what's it, the welcome quest line. What the fuck? <laughs> You're still, anyway, you're still in like the intro. Okay, so but you have like over you. you what? I don't even understand yes. that. I need to understand. Is it that long, or are you just dally? Are you just like dicking around? No, the 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 grind is uh, stretching uh, things over. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but you've bought some stuff. I bought the founders pack. Yeah. I bought the founders pack, which gave you a couple days early, right? I believe you that, got the yeah, and some cosmetics that luckily I didn't claim because, because by now. In the in-game market, they are currently worth 700 bucks. So he made, listen to this, NFTs are not in this game. Here's where, here's where Reg and I wanted to go with this because we've talked about this before. Games wow. have had the ability to sell your in-game stuff since far before these cheap bastards are trying to get you to buy NFTs. Right. Reg bought the Founders Pack, which gave him items which he did not claim and he can sell on the store. And now they are worth $700. Yes. That, of course, without 700. NFTs... Like seven hundred dollars worth of in-game currency. I, mean, I was yeah, gonna say because oh, you can't okay. sell them. That's, that's for a, real money. Not officially, right. anyway. You would be a gold well, seller I mean, then, and they could ban you. you technically, yeah, though, like game these publishers don't need NFTs to do what they're saying that no, NFTs could do. It's like they yeah. could let you just cash that out, etc. You know, and then take a cut. But NFTs is essentially it's a. There's a buzzword, but there's also there's some technology behind it that's really. Really, actually, well, interesting. I mean, that, oh, so, whole, at the point the where they allow you to cash out, it becomes gambling potentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, that's the where you get sense. into various countries' laws and, and so much more. That's why you see Lost Ark actually not certainly in certain countries because of uh, that. Those countries' different regulations. Oh, gotcha. Right. What, yeah. Reg? Uh, the the setup in the in the player market is uh, very NFT adjacent as well because there's, uh, for example, items that you drop that you then can sell or auction and only a limited time. So you have an item that you can can be sold three times only. And every time it's being sold, it it, it, it steps down once and now it can only be sold two times. Mm. What the fuck? Mm. So 
It, <laughs> That's exactly. I've never heard of this. So I you're saying it, you, the little voice in my head said the same thing. Yeah. So are you saying you're picking up armor off the ground, maybe from a kill? Yeah. For example, let's say you do a you do a dungeon, you get a random drop. It's uh -huh. some legendary item. Okay. Uh, that legendary item might say can be sold one time. So you can sell it once in the player market, or it could be straight up bounced to your character, and you can't sell it at all. So depending on what item you you can draw you get, it's either only for your character. You can maybe use it on your roster, so on all characters for mm -hmm. your account, or you can sell it in the player market, but only potentially a limited number of times. For example, like say skill books, you can only I believe sell once. So if you if someone if uh, you get a drop for a skill book, it can only mm -hmm. be sold on the player market one time. Wow! Whoever buys it then just can use it themselves. I've never in my, uh, so I'm, I do some MMOs, wow. but obviously mine have never had that. Is there other MMOs that have ever done a limited sale on an item that dropped? I don't know any. I don't, At least for the skill books, I think, well, my imagination for that is, I don't know the, the reason behind that, but my imagination right. would be, you see in many games with a player market that people try to dominate the market by buying up shit and then immediately reselling. Right. Like fucking With a system like that, you can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. I mean, even I did that. Like, just, like um, hell yeah. That's. Uh, oh, I did it in Final Fantasy a, a lot. So, yeah, I, so I in Final Fantasy, which one's the online one? 14? 14, uh, and, 14 11. and 11. Yeah. Yeah. 14 and 11. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So 14, <laughs> the good one. Is. Is Final Fantasy 14? Sorry. Is Final Fantasy 14 the less bad one? Is Final Fantasy 14 got anything like this? Do they limit sales or, or and do they certain stop items? But and and you but, can't sell them for real, right? Obviously, you can't correct. sell them for real money, but you right. could. Uh, people do. Right. Yeah. You can do that. You like you can. just you you have items you can't sell at all in the in the marketplace, yeah. but you also have items you can sell on the marketplace. But um, not the counter thing. Like you can sell it. You know, two times. Oh, you can sell as much that. as you want. Yeah, you can. Never right, right. This. You either okay, can sell it or not, or not. Yeah, I mean. Oh, also, hmm. <laughs> there's another <laughs> system in there. It's a game full of systems and it thousands is a of game currencies. Full of systems, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's two different player markets. Like there's a player market where you can put in certain items uh, straight up for a price. Uh, you say how much you want, and you try to sell it. And there's an auction house. Other kinds of items, like say uh, ability stones, uh, you can only sell on the auction house, and there you can set a starting auction price or a flat-out sale price. Uh, a number of days, how long the auction is running, and then it's people eBay. can bid on it. Like eBay. yeah, it yeah, is like eBay. eBay. yeah. But what is that? Bid now yeah. or buy now or bid or whatever they do. Yeah. Yeah. I've never Fucking been scalpers. involved in a bid. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the the marketplace takes five percent cut of every sale. eBay. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, but they're taking five percent of a of, of fake the gold non... that people are selling. Right. What are they doing yeah. with that? And that's uh, using they're it just for removing it from the game. It's just a, oh yeah. Yeah, they, they do that with uh, even Final Fantasy, even with WoW. There's yeah. always like a percentage where you, you just your your money but goes see, away it's called a money sink that is, pull that out of the economy yeah exactly yeah people are spending real life money on these things yeah all right and there's ways around that right so yeah i i paid a farmer to do some stuff for me and that's when i had to get out of world of warcraft you yeah, know when, when you're paying when, somebody to yeah, play a game real life you. money now oh, that's that's i mean you can straight up in this game start straight up buy gold that right. that is it is, is yeah, a game it. system 
but you also have gold sellers anyway, still. Yep. Like they, yeah. they constantly spam in chat because they're undercutting the market prices by right. quite a bit. Right. I got that. I got that gold. <laughs> Here's the For thing I got to say, if it sounds like I'm dissing on this game, I'm not. It's free to play game and it's fantastic and no yeah. men, it, it's it's one of a kind because most games aren't going to have this much content and then be translated over to english oh, dude, that's the dude, only reason that, we're seeing this i was watching some videos from people who played the korean version which is a couple of years ahead of ours mm -hmm. and has way 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 more content than the western release has and the funny thing one sentence that stuck with me was if you find all the arcs, or if you find the seven arc, arcs that you're looking for, and I'm currently at six out of seven, so I'm still missing one, then you have finished the first 50% of the first act of the game. Oh my wow. God. Oh it's a big my. game. It's a massive game. It's like, massive. I wouldn't say big, I would say massive. Yeah. Is it just yeah. in terms of like, if you're just studying, like, how do you launch an MMO? The answer is you launch it somewhere else for yeah. three years. No, you, yeah. Let them, yeah. you let them figure it all out. You let them Dude, like work out exactly on the right. This is and a then you one bring of a kind. Around. It's a one of a kind. It's yeah. why a lot of MMOs, you be, people be like, there's no end game. In this game, people are like, I haven't got to the end game to tell you if there's Correct. no end game because yeah. it's yeah. that big. And, and there's it, a massive end game. <laughs> here's the problem though, guys. The big problem is going to be this competition is going to be rated against because a gamer, I don't care if a gamer has knows history i don't i will tell you history but if a gamer doesn't know the history of this and the next other game that's competitor or lost ark shows up and tries the old style people will be like why would i ever do this because lost ark has every and so that's the one thing i wonder how other competitors who come yes we all want them to have to deliver more yeah. that makes sense we want them to but you also have to look at lost ark as a as a outlier that thing yeah. is like a, an insane outlier. It's the way we all want games to arrive, but it's probably not what's going to happen with your next couple MMOs. Also, I mean, just, that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. just straight it takes... up, it's much of the, the gameplay length in that game is just straight up grind. Oh, like, I know. There's no I mean, sugar. Yeah. But it's fun that. grind. See, okay. <laughs> it's fun. Is gr <laughs> if, if, the grind is, if the grind is fun, it is gameplay. And right. versus, mm -hmm. I consider grind heavy yeah. i don't know any other way to, yeah. i start yeah, in to this feel game, heavy it varies it varies because there is uh, but the, you the seem pretty system. happy most of the time most of the time exactly i'm currently at the point where it's he only hits getting... me on sundays uh because the upgrade system uh it kind of sucks or the higher you get the more it sucks mm, there's a okay. chance if your upgrade succeeds oh, or not yeah, right. oh that shit yes yeah, dude. and it's gnarly it goes down right Rich? so you so you do your dailies you get your upgrade uh, items uh you can do the, the whatever you get your upgrade items and mm -hmm. with the amount of items you get from your dailies you can like attempt two upgrades i would say roundabout uh but the higher you get in your item level the less likely you are you are to succeed so I'm currently at tier two item level, I think 13, and my chance of hitting the next upgrade is at around 60% right now. So the chance of me doing my dailies and hitting the upgrade button and actually getting nothing is pretty high. <laughs> and it only gets worse and worse. Hell no. So in tier three, I've seen the videos of tier three, uh, the higher up you get, you get to item upgrade chances of 1%. No, no, yeah, no. That shit. Yeah. No, that's not cool. I mean, it's free yeah. to play, but that's not cool. That's. You're not going to. That's in a lot of Korean stuff. You have the people who are, who, are doing, who are playing that nonstop, like who are actually just streaming it all the time, who are full on Lost Ark players. 
people say, well, if you're in tier three, you get uh, like used to hitting the upgrade 300 times before you succeed once. <laughs> but here's the thing though, like, right? like no one's putting a gun to anybody's head and having that, like you, it's telling you the odds oh. in that regard. So you know exactly like what you're getting into. Right, but come on. Dice. There's yeah. other games out there, right? Like, <laughs> Yo, there are. But, but I mean, there are. Don't play this Here's one. the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll one-up you. You just said there's other games out there, right? Yeah. If I was a developer, I wouldn't want you playing those other games. Right. Yeah. So the one percent that's changing though. That's the changing per- culturally. Yeah. Go ahead. But the, I'm saying the one percent that would push me away. If yeah. you said, if you even said ten percent of a chance, I would have a much better reaction than one percent, dude. Even yeah. I can do math that, that basic. Like Anything Destiny's single digits. RNG, yeah, Destiny's RNG kind of stuff. <laughs> that kind of stuff bounces me from a game. I'm uh, All I'm saying is that if you get that far, you're probably immune to this issue. Yeah. Like, if you, like the, the people me, who are impacted. I don't like the idea. Right. Like, it, that's that can definitely be a turnoff for people coming in. And that's where it's like one of the things that we're seeing a shift in MMO culture take in is the concept of taking breaks, going and playing other games. For being, sure. Yeah. being becoming seasonal as yeah. opposed to being like this is the one game you're going to play forever and that's been benefited because of the wow's kind of like collapse every you know every year that they have kind of another like you know frustration bunch of players but like wow's not gone by any means like it's still an incredible powerhouse yeah. but what we're seeing is that we're actually seeing kind of players actually go ahead and experiencing multiple games in a, in terms of seasons so if that one percent thing was like that's it i'm done well guess what in a year's time there's more content some of that stuff's been reworked unless you're destiny w- where they sh- they throw away their content and they hide it in the crypt oh dude yeah it is. Them, them uh, sorry i had to bring it up but i'm telling you right yeah, now yeah. newcomers sorry i i you're, won't no, i won't reg let reg go for a second and then let silver go go ahead reg what are we gonna add? Uh, so for coming back again to the game, uh, we've seen in, uh, in the Korean version, at least from the videos I've watched, that they add more and more like comeback mechanics. So if you like quit for it for now, because you say, okay, the chance is just a ridiculous, yeah. I'm not gonna grind for that. And you come back, let's say a year later, and they added five new guardian rates or whatever, uh, then the chances are getting increased. So in Korea, I think they are like 40% higher than, than for okay. us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, Silver. Yeah. No, I just want to push back a little bit on the um, idea of a fool is easily part of with his money, which is true. And certainly personal responsibility does factor in, but it still stands to reason that a lot of these, particularly monetization policies and a lot of these sort of grind elements are engineered to be sort of predatory or exploitative. Oh, yeah. 100%. well, and, I mean, it's sort of min- turned on day that. one after review. Nobody, nobody's credit. sitting here yeah. from like I'm sitting here like running a team, or if I'm doing the work, like no one's paying the salary to say let's make less money. Like no, they're they know us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. And then the question is, is that like are they being upfront about it? Because when it comes down to it, like let's say the the monetization system changed. Like Destiny's got the most changes in terms of it's monetization than any game that I'm aware of. And that's where I get frustrated. But if I go into a game knowing here's what it is, here's what it's going to ask for me. And then I know that then essentially like if I'm then pissed off about it, like I go to a buffet and they say, we've got mediocre food. And then I'm like, where's the freaking, you know, like filet steak, all that. It's like, no, no, no. You went in with the, like we said what we were, you didn't understand that. And maybe there's a marketing problem there, but when it's the companies that they change that silver, like that's where I get mad. But it's like, if they're going to be like, this is what it is. Yeah. 
then I'm like, okay, am I okay with that? And then if I choose to make that decision, then I can only look at myself in the mirror and be like, I was, yeah, that was me. That's just my yeah, thought. yeah. No, I mean, I I think that's understandable, and I think it's reasonable. I just think there's there's also more to it than that because there's there's a lot of stuff that also ties into like your psychology and stuff that you don't necessarily have a control mm -hmm. over yourself. Oh yeah, like I think that there's a big risk. So like I usually uh, focus that conversation obviously on like kids in that regards. Like yeah. a human brain doesn't really fully form until they're 25, but like when it comes down to it, who can I have the best in 25? Uh, who can I have the best impact on? And it's in my position, it's uh, other parents with young kids. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so it's like, hey, listen, don't hook your credit card up to these games. Let's not set up this. And that's one of the things within gaming culture that I haven't seen addressed too much is that while we're all adults and ideally some, you know, we make bad decisions, everybody has, but like when it comes down to it, like I'm responsible for me. But the thing is, is that the generation that's already replacing us in terms of monetization, that's what they've been trained up on. Like you go to somebody yep. like that's 18 and, and under or hell now, probably even like 25 and under. And it's like, you want me to pay up front for your game? Like, are you freaking crazy? Why would I do something like that? Because yeah. that's not what these games you know, have asked of me this entire time. And so I see a cultural shift that's generational. And that's why I think the best way to go about it is to hit the parents so that they know what they're doing because the slot machine mentality like just this instant gratification mentality of spending the money on a game has me as a parent incredibly concerned but you as a 30 year old 40 year old adult i can't help you like i just i know that about life i can't control your spending nor do you want me to nobody wants me in charge of their wallet <laughs> uh mike yeah Fox long it, five dollar super chat i just want to read super chats yeah, oh, yeah five dollar yeah. super chat thank you for the super chats go ahead i'll read the others and then I want Johnny to speak up because Johnny's played all these games. I want to know what he's spent. <laughs> go ahead, Silver. You go and then yeah, no, um, it's just a uh, uh, no. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Go to Johnny. I apologize. Go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So what I spend money on is skins and stuff like that. So for example, yep. League of Legends or Dota Two. More skin. You know, better the skin. Well, the the thing is like. I put a lot of time into those games. I got a ton of value for free, right? Right. Because like Absolutely. those games are free. Yep. So, so that's always the way I frame the conversation is that those games generate goodwill because they're good. Yeah. For, I mean, for you, like, obviously mm -hmm. it's my opinion, right? But like you get a lot of value first and then you have this goodwill that you want to give back. Mm -hmm. I think that's the right way around. Whereas you see the, uh, some devs put the cart before the horse, yeah. so to speak, sometimes, and they're asking of you an awful amount of goodwill, like in GT7, for example, mm -hmm. before they generate it uh, naturally in that way. So it's like they want their cake uh, and eat it too, or however that saying goes. You hit right? it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that, that's my whole thing. But I think you hit the nail on the head with like, if the moment to moment is enjoyable, whether it's grindy or not, you know, that's a yeah. discussion, I guess. But yeah. You're having fun, right? Like that's, yeah. and grindy games can be fun for sure. Mm -hmm. Like Monster oh, yeah. Hunter World, tell me that oh, when true, you get to the that. end game <laughs> and you're trying to get decorations and stuff, tell me it's not a massive grind. Like, uh, yeah, and it's all right. I love, I love the game. Though. That's the thing about Monster Hunter where people are yeah. like, yeah, that game is so grindy. I'm like, wait, but I'm just doing boss fights and killing big monsters. No, and, but and I love the game. game as well, right? right so right. so that's but to me, like grind is like 
you're literally afk just like hitting like random mobs trying to get like some items or something you know just that that's how i relate it to it you so, know but when it gets to like boss fights and like engaging stuff i don't really consider it because you're killing them too right yeah because yeah, i think if you like... were going against bosses and dying all the time which some there's there is also different kinds of grind too, like different yeah, types of raids sure. where they're like you're barely gonna have a chance of killing this guy that would probably be yep. unfun your 55th time but mm -hmm. if you're if you are waylaying them and you're like oh i didn't get the special socks of sockening plus one i got to do it again it's probably not as bad as long as the game to, uh, you know moment to moment is enjoyable but i wanted to ask because i think i know a couple of you guys do destiny but i know I, king is sorry, huge. i also remembered um it just sorry to interrupt i remembered uh what i'm and the most pissed off well, one of the things i'm most pissed off about it with, with monetization is uh currency packs and the way they're structured that's it's it's because it's bullshit yeah it's it's like to get you to diverse yeah. the understanding of what the what you're yes, exactly because because you yeah. because you never get enough also like it's, it's you always get dude, dude. Okay. so that you're always so missing those five or ten coins exactly. or whatever that you need to dude, buy what you it should is. see gta's yeah. they're fucking the, it's exact yep. it requires you to buy two it requires you yep. to go a bunch to get down yep. to the one and they don't have a yep. one million dollar if they did if they had one million credits you'd be able to get the car guess what they don't two million you're like fuck you you pieces of yep. shit yep. it's that is such psychological <laughs> bullshit so, so you have leftover currency inside okay. your, your, your 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 online wallet destiny does that perfectly Yep. I, I, I want to hear what Reg is saying, then I want to ask uh, King a, a question about Destiny. Go that ahead, is, Reg. I mean, I can just add from, from Lost Ark again. Uh, that, of course, has that in... <laughs> yep. in oh, does it? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. In all levels. Four in all layers. It has all the mechanics. It just puts in everything it can. Uh, and it went so far that I just made a spreadsheet. Like, I have a spreadsheet to calculate the actual value. <laughs> of you items. have a spreadsheet <laughs> for the game? Off you mean yes. like a Google spreadsheet? Oh, wow. Yes. Um. Where I where I put in like the, what it says in gems and what what actual cost that is. Yeah. Okay. So, King and Reg both Reg did Destiny a while ago, but I don't think he've returned, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Right. So King, you're one of the group, right? You guys they are always all doing day. this. Okay. So, how Every do you day. feel about vaulting and like well, losing well, single player content? I think that's kind of pissed. It pisses me off because, all right, so let's like say uh, Roderick's broadsword. Um, I grinded to death for that thing. Um, I did a ton of, uh, of of PvP stuff, and you know, um, to get this um, this gun, and the fact that you sunset it, and um. You just it took away the whole value of it, and yeah. then you give me some that's some random drop gun that's in the game that has actually the same exact stats oh, of no, that sure. gun, a blue gun, mm. a blue gun. You, you know when you just start off, it um it pisses me off, but they've pissed me off so much that I'm um desensitized. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know like it's it's. It's the yeah. same thing. Like if um somebody calls you a name, first time you hear right. it is shocking. Yeah. Right. And by the fifteenth to twentieth time you hear it, you're like, yeah, whatever, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, like you just move on with it. It was funny the first time. It's not funny now, you know, type of thing. 
And that's what Destiny is. So you know every time a new DLC comes out, there's some new form of currency or how they're going to do it. Or, okay, they're going to still keep silver, but there's a new way in, in how they're going to get your money. You go to the shop and they have an actual shop. You're trying to figure out how they're going to get your money. And they tell you, you can earn all the stuff here, some form of fashion. But the grind in Destiny, it's like taking college courses, right? Uh, they they changed it now. They they now have this legendary mode, and they have casual mode for people. You know, they have and these tokens. So, but they made it so that if you're playing legendary mode, the more people you add to your party, the game scales to that level. Mm-hmm. So I'll jump inside my boy Monkey, Hot Monkey's loving party, and he. I'm trying to get him through the story. I'm a level uh, 1550 plus he's just starting. He's like, you know, 1350. As soon as I come in, we're getting one shotted by random uh, enemies. Mm -hmm. So it scales up automatically to meet your level. Um, And that's something new that they do right now. They have casual mode, but they have the legendary mode. So what they, they constantly keep that grind, constantly keep that going. Then you have master, grand master mode. uh, If if you're going to do these things where it locks your weapons. Um, And then it forces you to purchase certain things like cosmetics. You want to look dope. I want to look dope. Yeah. If you see me here, I was actually all week long saying, what shirt am I going to wear on AC? Gotta look dope. Right. So I'm looking and I said, okay, I'm not going to wear my normal chain. I'm going to wear my game pass chain. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And little Cognito got me. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you take that same mentality there, you, you know, I must be some ridiculous monster inside destiny that needs to have that new item or those yeah. new clothes that's there. They prey on me. Just like you said, you're a grown man. You can't tell me how to use my disposable income. Yeah. I'm going to use my disposable income at my discretion and the hell with you. Don't try to regulate me because I'm going to go harder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I on think, something that you love. I think so. a, there's like, there's an issue right now with MMOs and like expansions and especially destiny does it so blatantly, but when an expansion comes out in an MMO, usually it's not really an expansion. It's right. more of, we're just going to focus on that one small region. It's for example, extension. world of Warcraft. Yeah. It's, it's like for world of Warcraft, when a, when an expansion comes out, it doesn't add to the game. It just shifts to that one small region. So that whole other shit, everything you've been doing is just null. You know what I mean? Like all that old content is just mm-hmm. nullified. And Destiny, you know, it just ripped it out uh, straight up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I Final Fantasy XIV, what I appreciated is when they added expansions, all the content was still relevant. You still went and traveled to like, you know, everywhere on the map. Like the, the world literally just got bigger. So I don't... Um, but we got so used to expansions being just, you know, where the game moves. And now, okay, there's a new mechanic, there's a new currency. Everyone's going to start at that level and just play that small expansion. Whereas we've built all this content and it's just all nullified, um, which is not that cool. Yeah. When it comes when it comes to Destiny's vaulting, I don't. I, I think that's a marketing term. I think it's, it's we should call it what it is. It's called deleting, and it's only vaulted when it actually returns. Yeah. And that's one of the things that like it does not sit well with me. And that's one of the things that like I I love Destiny. I've been playing it for seven years, played the beta. Like 
I get mad and I take a break. And when I come back, the gameplay is so good that it's like, you kind of like, oh man, this feels so good. I'm so glad to be back. But it should be always known. It's that it it needs to, that needs to be the upfront, like in the, the buy, wait for sale, kind of like the review aspect of like, listen, we got to talk about how they do this stuff because it's not good. However, everything else after this is incredible, but let's just make sure you're not getting caught off guard. You're like, oh yeah, because when Shadowkeep gets vaulted, like mm-hmm. what are we going to see? And it's their their attempt at having this living story, which means it's kind of like three-year gap of FOMO. Like you got three years to get it done. I think it could be done much better, but I don't, from a technological perspective, I think they're got caught in a hard spot especially with the shift from activision with the destiny one destiny two destiny this was destiny like uh, you know beyond light was destiny Destiny three that was what they were originally planned was and then now it's like well how do we bring it all in and you know like what's the what's the console limitations in terms of hard drive space what like i think there are some limitations but i don't i don't think it's something that should be celebrated and it's not a vaulting system until they actually bring it back and so um, that's their marketing term for it. It's, but it's, it's, it's hard to lead and they're deleting paid content, which I I'm guessing we've all agreed to that being okay as a part of the terms that, of service. That, no, that's, 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 that's not cool. Um, let, let me ask you a question. Have you been, cause I'm, you, you, you got the new one, right? You got the new DLC. Of course you got the witch queen, right? Of course. Yeah, like I'm I, as much as I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to yeah. do it. Swipe. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm in there. Uh, <laughs> day one. <laughs> Give me that. Pull the band off. <laughs> ah. no. Right. So let me ask you a question. Did you get one of your guns out of the vault and you're in, in, in a mission and you just like, yo, let me send that over to me. You know, I got the destiny app, send it. And you tried to raise the level of it and you it used the items, but it didn't raise the level of the gun and the gun stayed at 1350. I haven't run into that personally. Um, and that's actually probably because I'm heavily uh, taking a different approach to destiny because I tend to overconsume and burn out. And what I've okay. decided to do is I'm not going to be uh, sweaty. <laughs> So it's okay, like, yeah, I'm, super I'm like, I like, war, I like my warlock. I'm like, all right, suck it, Titan and, and hunters. Like, I'm just, I just not going to, I like playing this. This is the gun I like and in, in, in an upgrade. So I'm not sitting here like trying to chase all the new shinies. I'm just like, I'm having fun. This is what I'm doing. You know, people don't follow me necessarily for Destiny content. So I'm like, I'm not so worried about it. Like I'm playing, we do the raid. I'm going to talk about this game. And uh, yeah, but like, I haven't run into that specifically. And I, my vault needs serious work because I went and looked at it and I was like, holy crap, I have not been paying attention to this. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. I ran in there because I tried to get this bow uh, uh, and it's called the Vow. Oh, you yeah, got it on one, you, you know that bow. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. it on one uh, Valentine's Day. The bow's dope, right? So I said, I can use this bow, get some bow kills and it's super dope. So I grabbed the bow out and I was like, yo, I'm re- almost ready. Hold on, let me upgrade this. Let me use this materials. It costs a hell of a lot of tried to upgrade it to 1550 and noticed that it didn't move but it took my materials right yeah still stayed at 1350 and i said are you freaking kidding me this thing that i paid so much because i paid for that dlc for that that valentine's day and Mm -hmm. that was the weapon to get is now irrelevant and i just shook my head that sucks so reg sucks they got us when was when when was the last time you played this reg when was the last time you did destiny yeah yeah no no i got the question i'm just thinking when the uh when the dlc <laughs> drops i think for three dlcs well yeah 
three expansions, side side expansions uh, uh, ago. <laughs> Light. So, did you uh, have bugs like that? No, but okay. I'm yeah, it's not I, a bug. I'm, it's I'm also no. not that heavy. Wait, in the is game it intentional? I'm, I'm sorry. Intentional. It's called uh, power capping. Yeah. They added this system called yeah. sunsetting, which they sunset the sunsetting system. They decided to get that was a bad idea, which was a horrible idea. Yep. I remember people defending it like this is great. I was like, no, no, this is bad. Like, give us things to chase. Don't Let me make tell you how bad it is. Bungie is coming up with fucking terms continually. <laughs> these weird ass fucking yeah. terms just so that they can explain their dickish way of handling their game. That bothers me. Sunsetting. Sunsetting. Sun oh, this is the <laughs> evening time. Oh, we're fucking kappa capping this. You're not a three-year-old. You're just an emoji on a, on a yeah. fucking cell phone. That bothers me. That's the problem. Bungie, dude, I've had an issue with Destiny for so friggin' long. And there's and most of it has to do with the deleting of content. It is, all this not, well, of stuff. It is all of their business decisions. It, it's really. all of their business yeah. decisions. And the thing is... Far be it from me to say that there's any game out there that looks better because I personally believe Destiny's weapons are some of the coolest looking yep. things I've ever seen in my life. Destiny's yep. weapons, I actually wanted to pay somebody to make me a nerf version of one of the guns. Like it looked so cool. I'm like, I need this at my house so I can just look at it. Their stuff is so cool. But deleting single player content, deleting the stuff means anything you said about the game could be wrong. Like, if, for yeah. example, if I said, hey, mm -hmm. my review is based on the six-hour single player, blah, 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 blah. And then a, a year later, it's four hours oh. because they removed something and they shifted all of their stuff. I get I get why they've done all this. And there's probably memory restrictions because, look, the 360 had Destiny. And I don't yeah. think that's updated anymore, right? The 360 mm -hmm. version's probably unplayable. Yeah, but it's just... I don't like their I do not like their business decisions and I they're consistently coming up with terms to explain away all of the shit that they do and what I'm worried about is another company coming along and and dropping the term sunset. I'm just I'm literally nervous about it because I know that yeah. other companies look at it and they like, hey you know, we got away with it. We got well, no, Sony bought them, patches, so maybe let's... Sony games will have. <laughs> well, Sony <laughs> games are going to bundle that into whatever they're You're like, you know, online. It it sucks too because these are Lost Ark and Destiny are both amazing games. That's well, yeah. Lost Ark I think has less of an issue. It's free to play. Well, Destiny is now free to play too. It has. Right? Well, it's, well it has, it's got that it's free to start. Like Destiny it's free to taste. Free. It's like free. a tasting. Okay. Yeah, Vanilla so, Destiny is free to play, but where all the fun is at, your buddy's in a DLC. <laughs> yeah yeah dude i don't know man it's just that's i i, I don't want to end this podcast on a low note um so we'll talk about one one thing Free cookies. This, it but... also reminds me <laughs> that <laughs> nintendo just shut down uh the uh the store for the uh 3ds yeah um yeah and, because uh, they're gonna come out with and, something that, else and they did so and they, and they did so saying now you can still access your like the games you already own on the 3ds you can still right. download those well, thank for God. now Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> for now. For now. Well, the, dude, uh, it's almost like a villain. Let me speech. give you an example. Yeah. Elite, <laughs> Elite Stars, Elite, um, Dangerous, just now announced yeah. that they are completely stopping all console development. Now, I played that more on the console now than I have on the PC because I was streaming it to my tablet and I was playing it and it was working amazing. That means no more content for the console. And they're like, oh, the reason why is this and this and this. I'm just. I mean, I guess it. I guess that's the digital age we're in. But it just feels like, as it becomes more normal, they'll normalize this, and then they're going to normalize that. And I hate using the term "normalize" because it's such a pussy term. I hate it. But 
in in a way some of these terms are are that is what's happening people are getting accustomed to hearing them and they're not going to have as strong of a reaction the next time a company says we're going to sunset something right and it just it bothers the hell out of me especially when warframe is free and that's sort of a competitor game i think a lot of people would consider i don't but a lot of people would consider a competitor and i don't know if they've ever sunsetted anything so no but that like like uh brian said they've actually vaulted so they bring him back at times uh like some the of stuff it, right? they vault we Warframe. have to wait yeah. like i mean they, like that we haven't seen you know anything that's been vaulted truly come back right we don't have the red war we don't have like yep. those those campaigns anymore really? they're they've been vaulted and i that's why i say like it's only that's a marketing term that right. only means vaulting when we see it come back and we haven't actually seen that other end of the promise so it's a question of trust do you trust that they're going to make that decision. And honestly, like, with I, enough I time, they could sell it to you. They sold us the Volta Glass. Uh, I, I trust that they're going to bring back a raid that they, uh, you know, vaulted and bring it back and change a couple of things to it and uh, put a couple of items inside and sell it to you again. I, I trust that they will do that. Mm -hmm. um, because at the same time, like I said, we have become desensitized to it. Yeah. We didn't walk away from it. We're still there day one. And they're like, and they can see this stuff. They know the data. You know, he's been here. He's they, they, know, they know that when like, I'm, I'll, I'll eventually get frustrated and, and not play. And yep. they know they'll, they'll give me back. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like, as much as I see, and like, I, I have a massive love for gamer culture and, and gaming in general, but like when I just look at it as an, from an analytical perspective, your boycott means nothing to me because yep. your boycott means yeah, they're yeah. going to sell more games, your stance and your anti microtransactions and your rant only benefits the game. And I wish I could communicate that seed. I wish I could communicate like your angry rant on Reddit benefits the thing you're against because that's how social media is engineered because now yep. you've planted in the seed against somebody who's reading that. And that's just how like we have been hacked, you know, and, and, and like, I'm a part of that. I'm, I'm, you know, like, like we have, like, I'm a part of that. I understand this stuff because I work in these APIs and I do these things and the thing and the data that they have on you, like I, I will sit down across from somebody who will be convinced that someone that the, their phone is listening to them. And I go, it's worse than that. They yeah. know more yeah. about you. Yes. It costs us more to analyze your voice than it does to actually understand you based off of just tracking your cookies. Like, it's just, it's unreal. It's and and that's where it's like, I don't know the solution. Like I, I constantly, you know, I don't want to monologue too much, but it's like, I constantly debate like how, how my impact on, the gaming culture within like a YouTuber's mindset is positive and versus negative. And that's where it's like, I usually try to address the concept from a parent perspective, like talking to other parents, Hey, let's, let's try to fix this before it becomes a problem. Let's understand what, what, what's actually happening to us mentally. I just try to do it from a information perspective where it's like, yeah. here's the information. And if you want it, you know, that's why I like your reviews. Yeah, if you want yeah. it, you want it. And if if you're new to this, you may like this. If you're you know an old grognard to this, maybe maybe you'll think about it a different way. But there are, I mean, I certainly, even though it sounds like we're railing against, I certainly don't want to stop people from playing Destiny because I think Destiny right. is one of the most enjoyable first person games there is. I can tell you, I hate it and love it the same time. <laughs> right, but here's here's why I I do I am okay with some of this. Every most most game developers played games prior. If you didn't, yep. it'd be a little weird. So yeah. somebody right now is playing Destiny. Your next Peter Mall. Nope. Almost said his name. Sorry. <laughs> I don't mean Peter. Your next 
Cliff Bazinski, even though he's left gaming, you're next, whatever, could be playing Destiny and taking notes and yeah. saying, oh, this works. Oh, this works. And that's the next classic we are going to get. And so I want people to, to see that amazing gunplay in Destiny. It's just the other shit that's wrapped around it is so crazy and so and and we see it in some free-to-plays we see it in some monetization it's just so crazy but i, I mean maddie had that story where he had just done a video about um 2k's kind of price per uh, microtransactions went out played golf with somebody and some little kid was calling on the phone to his dad to ask for money to buy microtransactions in a game that's He's right like, do you even Easy know who bucks. you're playing golf with i just did a video about this so i mean it, 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 I think you guys are right. Like younger kids are my nephew would not bat an eye because he's accustomed to mobile games. Yeah, and right. He, he to him it's just like which and I get it. I don't hold them accountable either. I mean that would be weird to hold them accountable. But it's more like you could get something better maybe, you know, mm -hmm. or you could yeah. wait a little bit to where maybe they I mean, package think, these things in. Together. I think it's similar to how accustomed we became to like the digital economy as opposed yeah. to like our parents. Yeah, we're yeah. still used to like paying cash and stuff like <laughs> oh yeah that's yeah. how annoying is that when you go into a line and somebody pulls out cash and start counting coins yeah like, yeah you like you're not that. swiping <laughs> do you reg 2022 yes <laughs> with but covid i went in and they refused my cash oh yeah my, no. my wife oh, said i need you to turn this into like a change i was like hey i, I need to pay cash and they're like no and i was like yeah. I don't know what to do with this money. It's worthless that, right now. That was a play <laughs> on getting rid of cash. But see, there's more poor people than there's rich people. Yeah. Right? Oh, so yeah. understand that we are the belly and the legs of the whole uh, industry. We yeah. we keep stuff moving, right? So can't get rid of cash. Not right now. It, it's not going to happen. I'm so, so unaccustomed yeah. to it, but I do like... Like if somebody says you have this much in your bank account, I'd be like, eh. But if they showed it to me, I'd be like, yeah. So I still haven't gone digital microtransaction on my yeah. real cash. Like I do admittedly at my home occasionally. So don't rob me. But occasionally I've had cash here, not a ton, but you know, where I can see it. And I'm like, man, man, that's fucking awesome. You it's know, or like it, yeah. it is, it is fun. And the idea of going digital, but it is true though, that there's a psychology about digital where it's easier to spend. And it is. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I've clicked that button. 100%. Reg and I joked about this. When I like take an Ambien 3 a.m., I'm buying shit on Amazon. My wife won't yeah. even open the boxes. She'll yeah. just be like, are you sure you <laughs> wanted any of this? And I'll be like, probably not. She'll McDonald's everything. right back. McDonald's ran a study uh, and before they actually allowed credit cards, like because that, that was only in the last like 20 years. And they uh, they found the people with credit cards spend 38 percent more at their stores. It's so true. Than they do with cash. Yeah. Like they were like, yeah. oh, wow. And that's, you know why? Because physically universal. you're not seeing it. You're go not away. losing anything. Yeah. 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 There's no pain it's point. just numbers. It's yeah. just. Right. Yeah. And you're always like, I can do I can you know, I can figure it out. How many times yeah. I've clicked like even on cookies when I go to a website and it's like these cookies accept them not accept them and I'm like I just need to get there and I'll click yeah. accept and I'll be like now they know I just looked up a bunch of shit on Pornhub and you're like yeah, yeah screw you we gotta wrap this up though guys I uh I didn't realize we had gone this long I don't want to yeah, that's hold crazy anybody. we uh yeah time used to um Ginger or Brian or De what Either was the one. other one Del well, Del Monte, like that's what my coach called me back in uh, in, in college because my last name's Montford, so it's like Monte, and oh, then it was okay. like Del Monte. So that's ended up being my online like starter name, but that's before I got into content creation. And it's I was like, all right, stuck with you. And of yeah, course, came kind of from the me. Iron Lords. Thank you guys for both coming. This has been an absolute blast, and Thanks, we had a absolutely. bunch of people in the chat saying that it was nuts how civilized we are with seven people. 
I always tell that. I'm, I'm always like, man, we'll control it. We'll get it. We'll get it taken care of. I think we did a very good job. I want to say how much I appreciate you two in the industry and appreciate you guys doing your awesome podcast, all your coverage and stuff. It's it's phenomenally. It, it is probably the best part of all of YouTube. Getting games is great. Sort of. Sometimes you're like, oh, God, this game's going to suck. <laughs> but meeting cool people in the industry is the best part. And yeah. like everybody here, I would have never known in real life. And you got people in Canada, people in Sweden. Wait, where are you, Silver? Because if I say the wrong one, definitely not always, Sweden. It is always the wrong one. It is always, it, it is always, it's, it's always the wrong one. Where wherever yeah. Silver is, but we've got people all over the world, and everybody listening and chatting um, in the stream. I definitely appreciate it as well. King, you got any last words? No, man. Uh, this was amazing. Uh, truly anticipated it. We talked about it in the background. And, you know, we got here. Like I said, I was uh, getting my destiny clothes uh, ready for today. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going sure to be up playing Elder Ring. All right. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and Brian, are you working on anything? You got any videos coming out? Yeah, I'm actually kind of uh, working on various different controller guides for Final Fantasy XIV, uh, you know, uh, different oh, jobs. Cool. It's one of the things that, like, I guess, put me on the map, I guess, in that regards. Because I play MMOs on controllers, and if they don't support a controller, then I'm just really not interested um but final fantasy 14 does a, a killer job so i'm working through uh those and honestly i guess based off this conversation i guess i'm going to be playing right. uh and jumping into elden ring i also want to see can i i want to see a video of how you play ninja on controller but <laughs> just that, that, that is coming one can of the things yeah go go please um do you make it for like accessibility options for the controller from that point of view as well or I always try. And then it's usually if feedback comes in saying like, uh, cause like people will reach out, like they have uh, like varying disabilities and some yeah, like, right. Hey, can you do a one-handed controller guide? Uh, you know, things of that nature. Like, you know, really so it's cool. like I usually try to, I, I usually try to address that. And that's actually how they all came out in the beginning. People were like, Oh, right. you do this. And then can you teach me how? And I'm like, okay. You know? And so, um, yeah, I always try to respond to the re like requests as best as I can. I think I look at it more as an act of service, because uh, I wouldn't play Ninja if it wasn't for the community asking. Like, hands down, I'm just, I love magic and casters. How to double weave and, and control. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. I'm a BLM. I'm a BLM dude. Yeah, yeah. Black Mage, dude. Freaking forever. Um, mm -hmm. And then, uh, but no, so I'm working on on that. Um, I'm uh, also just like grinding out like crazy in New World. I know it's not a popular game right now, but it's like, I love, absolutely freaking adore it. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I guess I like, I like games that are built off of potential and the, and the, the hope that maybe that potential eventually gets realized. No, so I that's that. true for 14. Like, like people are like, why do you like this game? I'm like, you have never met my content. Cause it's like, I played 14, <laughs> 1.0 beta. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, prior to all yeah. the changes. Like I was, I was there back in the day. So that, I mean, that's ultimately what I'm working on. I always try to put out uh, guides that just help improve people's games. But I think I always just try to ask the community to give me a little patience. Cause like right now I'm trying to keep, teach the kids to ride a bike and that that takes priority over over a uh, video. You don't just YouTube. tie it yeah. to the back of the bumper and drive. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. I'm uh, my brother like, did. Uh, I learned how to the top of a hill. Yeah. Let go. Good COVID, luck. COVID hit us pretty hard because like my mother-in-law's got MS. My mom's had two heart right. attacks, so and like we COVID. got locked down pretty hardcore. And so we're trying to trying to make up because Maddie, I feel like, kind of lost like in a wave two years of like playing with dad in the backyard as yeah, opposed right. to like running right, around the, yeah. the thing. So I'm, I got her a balance bike and it's been amazing. So any parents out there who are struggling with kids on bikes, like balance bikes, I wish I knew about them sooner. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing pedals pretty soon. But yeah, like uh, I'm just doing my thing. All right. <laughs> and Johnny, great. what are you streaming tomorrow? 
Uh, I'm streaming Elden Ring. I think I'm getting close to the end and uh, doing some underground stuff there as well. And what time is that, Johnny? That's 2 p.m. GMT, which is 9 a.m. EST, mm -hmm. Eastern, which is and six then for me. Which is 6 a.m. PST. The world is too wide, is what we're saying. The world is obese. Oh, yeah. No. No. 9 yes. And for me, um, I am working on some reviews you guys will see on Monday, as well as some stuff. Hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll, cover, or I'll cover that tentacle game uh, as well. I got to figure out how to get the recording working on the uh, Quest and uh, get it recording on the good uh, computer. But other than that, I want to thank everybody here. Thanks for the super chats. Thanks for the support on the channel. If you get a chance, maybe check out the Walking the Walk for Elden Ring because that is doing absolutely shit views. And if you're listening to this, I already said it at the starting, um, put some time codes in when this goes live as a video on YouTube because first person, somebody will be like, I can't believe they're expecting me to look through three hours of free content. <laughs> Which I am. But we, we have some awesome YouTube uh, fans who put some time, you know, timestamps in there. So anyway, that's it for us. Thank you very much. Uh, expect us next week, unless something absolutely terrible happens, which now sounds like fate, and I should probably delete it from this. <laughs> now that I think about it. Peace well, out, I'm everybody. Fine. What's the worst? Have said that. What's no, the worst no. that could happen? It's well, trust up. me. We, it feels like we're finding out every goddamn day. Every day. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. Peace out, everybody. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't mean to go. Sorry, I deleted all of them. I, I, I sorry about that, people listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs>